Oh, wow, that doesn't work. Okay, this episode of the Co-Optional Podcast, try again, let's go again. This episode of the Co-Optional Podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Get 10% off your first order at squarespace.com slash co-optional. If you sign up for Squarespace, I might be able to afford to re-record the intro to this podcast so that it works properly. Squarespace.com slash co-optional. Here's the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast here on the 3rd of May, 2016. How exciting. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. How is everyone this fine day? Actually, it's, it is quite all right. It was storming yesterday, but it's fine now. So that's it's raining good. here. Yep. It's sunny here like it is every day. So you don't get rain out in L.A. <laughs> they don't know what rain is. If rain starts to fall in LA, people just start crashing their cars into each yeah. other at random. You have to like purify your pee to drink out in LA. You need a still yeah. suit? Are you Fremen? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I see the blue That's eyes exactly and the spice like. in LA. <laughs> I ride yeah. a sandworm to work. I am more deep. Badass. Oh my god. Pretty, pretty it's actually just there. Dune here. Yeah. I don't know if you realize. Entirely, yes. Mm -hmm. Hello. I also just moments ago uh, showed Mathis the American Car Wash, and I'm Literally. feeling pretty good oh, about yeah. that. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to see that anime anymore. I've seen everything I need don't. to see. Yeah. I now know how to wash my car as well. <laughs> well, I mean that is one of no, the ways. Only if you really love it. No, that's Mathis, the only no way. If you really love it, that's the way you have to wash it. Squirt lube up on my boobles, and then yep. jump on and, and rub myself. Do some of this. Do some of that. Yeah. Why ah, you really lose like your inhibitions jacket. when you aren't around Northern Lion, Mathis. I've got to admit that. It's... I say the same thing around him too. He just oh, doesn't. That's fair. Just doesn't. He just doesn't, doesn't give him that down. He yeah. He's too busy making Isaac jokes. It's pretty much all he does. I mean, to be fair, you know, he's Canadian, so he can't really oppose anything. So he just has to go with it. I don't know if you've ever watched any of his videos, but anytime he says in opinion, I try my best to avoid them where possible. I love the guy. Ryan's my best, <laughs> one of my best friends. However, anytime he has an opinion on anything, he always prefaces it by saying like. You're allowed to believe whatever you want to believe, or you know, this is just my opinion. You're welcome to do whatever you want. You know, I'm not saying like, just I'm own saying it. Right. Just own it. He doesn't own anything. He's, <laughs> it's hilarious. No, he refuses to take responsibility for anything he does. Just like a typical Canadian. Damn it. So we decided to bring Mathis on because, of course, he was part of the Roundtable podcast. So we thought, you know what? You know, maybe he should get his own guest slot instead of just having to deal with those idiots. So we brought him on. Hello. It's, it's technically my third time on the Co-Optional podcast. It is, yeah. yeah I was going to say, you've been on a few times now. Yeah, I think yeah. you snuck on... I mean, I, do, I, I don't think the Co-Optional Live podcast counts. No, that doesn't count. You were sitting in the back, so that doesn't count. Yes. Uh, but... I was on the first one when you weren't around, Jesse yes, was Yes, I wasn't there. Yeah, Jesse it was me, that. Cry, Jesse, Dodger. I was like, they like needed a, a guest, and they were just like, well, please. I was like, all right, sure. And last time with the Roundtable plus, uh, plus UTV. Yes. Now I'm on properly. Indeed, there we go. So I'm giving you a, a proper episode, I guess. Not to say that the one that Jesse hosted was not proper. It was quite proper and gentlemanly, so I was told. 
It was. Justin's always a gentleman. I am. True. I am all those things and more. <laughs> Tipping your imaginary fedora to the to the audience there. It's very nice. You know your audience well. Yeah. I know TB's audience well. Yeah, they're all <laughs> jackasses. Every last one of them. <laughs> I would love it if you were about to have a fedora. Oh my. Oh. Have you got a fedora? <laughs> no. <laughs> what the hell? Why do you own that? My audience. <laughs> <laughs> Tip. <laughs> that's less of a fedora and more of a hat a guy with a giant like horn in the that, house that looks that, that's not a fedora at all yeah, you're going on safari with that look at that thing it's got the it's got the creasy shit it's just nope. rounder nope, that is, i mean just because it looks stupid horn, doesn't mean it's go, a fedora that's you. yeah that's a, that's actually true you're going to be in dungarees yodeling okay. in any, any moment in fact you've got the yodeling pickle just to do that you can emulate yeah, its success okay we'll reconvene we'll do this again later I, yeah, I prefer you Good. remove that yeah. hat forever. <laughs> yeah, that, where did you get that hat? I, I, I prefer don't, you remove it to the At a thrift store for that, a video right. a long time ago, and now it's just sat here. Being can, can you like launch it into space on? so we never see it again? No! Like, in that fire video, into the did sun. You as did you use that as a hat in the like? As yes. <laughs> what other ways, Jesse? If you were to use a hat in a video for something other than putting on your head, what would you use it for? I don't know. Maybe you'd be like, my character is called Crazy Hat Hands. He's got a hat for hands. He's crazy. Right? Crazy? Adam Sandler did it. He did a whole bit on that shit. That was the 90s. Did a whole movie, movie on that. Yeah. It's like, Adam I'm Sandler known as, you know, the most talented comedian. I got a face. I'm crazy. Oh, that was a God. bit. That was an entire Saturday Night Live bit. I'm stapler hands. I got a stapler for a hand. That was a thing that we found funny in the 90s. It was a simpler time. It was a simpler time. I was watching all that in the 90s, all right? That was what I was watching. Yeah. Yes. Pizza was, face. He had a pizza for a face. Pizza for a face, one assumes. Yeah. I mean, it's true. It existed. It was a simpler so. time. Yeah. Silence. I mean, yeah. sure, why not? It is a complex time in 2016. You can no longer get away with some of the things that you get away with in the 90s. That is true. No doubt. You know what kills me? Is how often people Guns, say... Guns. Fire. Mm. Deadly diseases. <laughs> but. Swarms of bees. But. <laughs> Not the bees! <laughs> Not the bees! <laughs> you bitches! <laughs> My favorite line for that entire effing <laughs> movie is when he goes crazy and starts... Look, go watch it for me. It's 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 incredible. Like that movie, he appears to be higher than he is in Bad Lieutenant, and that is literally a movie about him being a high bad lieutenant. At the end, he starts punching women while screaming, "You bitches!" That's the last twenty minutes of that movie. It is mind blowing. <laughs> He's like, "You bitches!" You know what really creams my corn? Geese. Is. When people tell me that I should rewatch Ren and Stimpy, and that it's really. It's like stood the test of time and true. <laughs> Not in the slightest. So was that ever unbelievably true? untrue. No. If you're one of those people who was like, you know, I didn't really get it when I was a kid, but then when I rewatched it as an adult, it's like those jokes so funny. I'm like, not no, actually, not, not even. Not a funny show. The close to being true. I I don't know what, what actually holds up from the '90s. Red Dwarf holds up. There's a thing. Go watch that. Robin Hood. The Disney what? Robin Hood. The Disney movie? Robin Hood. Yeah, it's that's... fantastic. It's I one of the best Disney movies ever. Like, it's great. This is great. Yeah. yeah. 
That works. But Robin Hood wasn't from the 90s, was it? No, it was It's got to be much earlier than that. Yeah, no, she's completely wrong. <laughs> I just wanted to say it. because It's from 1973, Dodger. <laughs> so close. Not even close. Only off it by two decades. Up. Even more so. It holds up. <laughs> Star Trek. Star Trek holds up. TNG definitely holds up. I think DS9 holds up better than TNG. Although uh, I will yeah, say, I if you do get the, the Blu-ray remasters of TNG, look really good. Except they're all in 4x3, because they no, only recorded in 4x3. Reboot coming out? Uh, I think it's no. really uh, no. the really? first season of They'll TNG that is like a little bit hard for people to watch now. But it, yeah. it evens out. The uniforms did look <laughs> ridiculous in season one, you have to admit. Plus, Riker with no beard is not acceptable to me. Oh, no, not at all. That's not the true Riker. No, it's not. He 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 evolved into his stage two form Season later. one was a fucking mess in TNG. It, it really was. Because they were trying to... Smiling, but like, episode one. You, and that's really all that matters. We, we got true. the line with Tasha Yar where he says that he is fully functional. Yep. You know? Yeah! That's all you need, right? Data bones. anatomically correct. Indeed. Yep. They had a bones really early too. I would have thought they would have yeah. saved that. No, it was like episode three, wasn't it? Like it's like data, data fucks almost immediately, as it turns out. <laughs> like we want to establish this now so yeah. that he can be the Captain Kirk of this series. <laughs> Indeed, that awkward, pasty, yellow Captain Kirk of his, you know, yeah. the android skin. It's great, but then instead they just gave us his his weird evil brother. Oh, lore, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like, ah, never mind. Nobody's going to believe that Data's banging everybody in space. <laughs> Put it in a brother. <laughs> it's fine. That's what, he's, that's, what he's, that's what he secretly did. He calls it his Picard maneuver. <laughs> oh, dear. Welcome to Corruptual Podcast. We occasionally talk about uh, Data's dick that's as so well weird. as video games. That, that's a thing that happened. Uh, Jesse, welcome to the show. How have you been this fine week? How have things been going? If, if I was tuning in for the first time ever... <laughs> Then you you'd have tuned out by now. Oh yeah! If, if, if that's the conversation I tuned into, I would have been like, "Well, this does not relate to any of my interests. I'm out." And yet, you somehow, check out the roundtable podcast instead. We are still number thirteen on gaming podcasts on iTunes, and that does not count our video. So, I, th th this one I'm trying to figure out because the iTunes podcast gets about one seventh of the views we get on YouTube. So, I'm like, if you add those two together, are we the top gaming podcast? I don't know. I'm gonna go with probably not because I think Rooster Teeth is still the top from because they get like boku we just views beat them already all right yeah, we need to we, beat we've beaten them a couple of times it, uh, and to be I, fair i, I listened to the last rooster podcast i don't think it was a single video game mentioned so i don't think they count anymore i yeah i'd just like to say dear audience just go <laughs> automatically download our podcast like set it as a download on your iphone jig don't even listen to that shit. <laughs> Delete yeah, that. yeah, and then watch it on YouTube so I can get ad revenue. So just yeah, download yeah, yeah. it on iTunes just so we get the numbers, follow right? Follow it on your podcast app. Yeah. 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 And then never yeah. listen to it. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't give a shit if you listen to it, but make us number one, then we can leverage it for some cool shit. What, more ads? Yeah, they want more ads, <laughs> more right? More ads. Um, yeah, yeah, the last ads time... Ads things like Wendy's, though. As all the big podcasts are now doing Wendy's ads. Like, really? Are they? I actually didn't know that. Chicken? Yeah, it's like you like spicy chicken because it's fucking spicy. It's like I want to. I do don't know if I'd like promote that. fast food. I don't know if that's that's I a would. thing I do. Wendy's, I promote that shit. Be like, look, do you want moderately okay food <laughs> or go to fucking Wendy's? You know who would totally promote that with you? Krender. Oh my god, you guys have a podcast together. There you go. Problem solved. It's all coming together. 
No one wants to sponsor that garbage. <laughs> they sponsor this garbage. This is the kind of garbage people want to sponsor. Yeah, this is the garbage <laughs> that gets views. Right. Speaking of, I have a brand new Squarespace ad coming up later in the show, and I'm sure is you. Is it going to work it. this time? I mean, uh, what? Yes, uh, it worked yes. flawlessly at the beginning. It, yes, thank oh. you for that. I, I, I did check that one. I, All that the views one will work. It's kind of awkward. Yeah, it's a, a bit more professional. I, <laughs> podcast like this right? okay i mean you are like running this whole thing so yeah, you are, you put are a lot of faith in you i don't yeah, know why are, i can't like, imagine for your high quality videos <laughs> it's awkward that this one happened i don't think so <laughs> all right there, there's some sort of impression i'm just not getting that jesse is doing <laughs> i don't know <laughs> not really <laughs> i'm known no, for getting no, salty like, and hearthstone disappointed jesse is the impression yeah yeah oh all right well i wasn't aware i've never seen disappointed jesse yet but now i have we see him every oh, no, week no. on the Co-optional podcast. Yeah, this really, is my, this is my disappointed face. <laughs> Spoiler: I'm always disappointed. <laughs> always, always. All right, let's get into the games we've been playing this week. There's plenty of stuff to talk about. I mean, for instance, of course, the Overwatch open beta has now started, so that one guy on the forums can shut up now. Uh, the the one guy who <laughs> can't stop using the hashtag OnlyWatch. Something like Sorry, that, yeah. Yeah, if we repeat that hashtag, it might become funny at some point, but I, I don't know. It never will. I don't Their, think so. Their watch is about to end, guys. Um, right? Somebody yesterday, because, of course, it's a Blizzard game and there were, like, server issues at the very beginning. Naturally, yes. Yeah, somebody was like, oh, man, so excited to play Only Crash. And I was Arr, like, it's lost. That, that's it's lost not, it now. It doesn't sound like even, a game anymore. No, <laughs> that no, it doesn't sound even remotely similar. You know, that's... <laughs> Uh, one could um, say that that joke was an only wash. Am I right? I'm not planning. That wasn't very good either. Yeah. Right? No. I'm not planning on playing Overwatch until it's like actually released. Now I think. Oh my god! All right, look, I just I've been playing since it came out, and I've been doing the cheesiest derpy. Are you like, just shitting on kids? <laughs> the the video that is rendered right now is proof that, that game is sentient. Literally. I go in, I'm like, I'm just going to cheese on these motherfuckers and just <laughs> go crazy on them. Immediately, the next game is oh. like, hey, we're going to put you in a game that has 30 seconds kill. left. Good good loss. Enjoy. And I'm like, what? So <laughs> I, I lose that game, get another game, totally cheese the shit out of that. The next game, 30 second instant loss. I'm like, <laughs> you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> so it like, it's like, here, you think you're going to be good? We're going to even that shit out. It's unfair. I don't know why. <laughs> I ran into a ton of people who obviously knew what they were doing this morning. I ran into maybe the most annoying Widowmaker in the history of ever, who apparently can quickscope, never seems to need to aim for more than a fraction of a second, and just kills everybody. Like, it almost oh felt gosh. like hacking. Like, the person was that good of a shot. Like, it was doing shots around corners and shit like that. Yeah, Knew wow. exactly where everybody was. Like, well, they It's fuck. like when you get shot by a Hanzo, and then they show you uh, the footage, and it's just- Oh, like and it's bullshit. Yeah, the guy, like- didn't even charge it. It just like fell on your head you know, from nowhere. I want to point out that gif that I posted a while ago of that guy shooting at Weird Al, and he just fires an like this guy shooting at point blank range at Weird Al, and this guy fires at it like Weird Al fires an arrow at him and kills him. And I was like, that's every Hanzo encounter. You're like yeah. in his face shooting him, and he's like, what? Sorry, shoots <laughs> you in your head. You're like, how? Yeah, I. I think I have actually come to despise Hanzo more than any other character, because at least Widowmaker has to kind of stand still to do what she does. Yes. Whereas yes. Hanzo is just like, I spam arrows, and sometimes they fall on your head and one-shot you. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. I think, it I looks think, really good. I've noticed, 
You look I've cool, noticed some, uh, <laughs> since they had the open beta, you can definitely tell that we were very fortunate in clothes to be like mostly streamers and press people because like some of the people that are in now you're like oh yeah no this is like some pro level yeah like, it's just gonna wreck you completely yeah. yeah so i'm like all right well i'm gonna let those guys get way ahead of me and i'm gonna <laughs> just i'm gonna take five let that sit back go well, level season six diablo call it a day and come back tomorrow it doesn't seem like anybody knows for sure if they're going to do another wipe before the game is actually released, which is one of the reasons will. why I'm like, I'm just going to hang back, I think, until it's released just in case, because... Yeah, because yeah. I've lost, you know, we all lost all of our skins and everything. I lost my cool shit, which I'm kind of pissed all about. My, all my junk butt stuff. <laughs> And my legendary stuff is gone. Yep, I and my first six chests were all bullshit. It's like, yeah, you want some voice lines? Mine. I'm like, no, I don't. All mine were shit. I opened yep. them up and it was all shit. All I was like, shit. all right, great. Yep, cool. I got one skin for Widowmaker. And I was like, right, that's it. And it was just a crappy level one. I'm just I waiting never... for them to open up the damn store so I can buy the skin that I want instead of fucking right. diving at those stupid damn crates. I am. Um, I never opened a loot box that gave me a skin other than a recoloring. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah, well, that sucks. Everyone in chat's saying that they're wiping it. So. Are they wiping it again? Right. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I probably just won't even play because they, they haven't added anything of significance in the open beta to even bother playing. Like, they haven't added a new mode or anything. So I'm just going to wait for launch, I think, at this point. We're it's lucky, like, like just a bigger stress test. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what right. I assume. I mean, we're, we're all kind of played right. out anyway, right? Maybe we've been playing for months now, so we're just waiting yeah. for this. There's a lot game. of good like multiplayer games that I've hit recently anyway. There's a lot of good ones, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean Battleborn, Battleborn just came out today. today. I yeah. love Battleborn. Today? Yes. Yeah, today. yeah, Battleborn is out today. Let's uh, move right. on to Battleborn then, because that, I, that oh, I love that. Out. That game is so much fun. It is, yeah. It's really good. I, I like playing the open preview. The game is now out. It's a bit more polished. It's still like a color riot, which is unfortunate. My, that was my complaint. Yeah, it's, I think it's everyone's complaint that the, there's like the screen gets super busy, especially in incursion mode where there's a lot of uh, fucking uh, mobs, you know, a lot of yeah. PVE minions. And like the whole screen is just filled with shit. I, I'm going to mess around with the options and see if there's a way that I can tone the, the color riot down uh, just to make the screen less busy. Uh, but I, I they uh, did you play the pro you played the prologue mission on on the launch because that was pretty cool. It actually really introduced the story very well. I, I will. Yeah, I mean the most I played well, I played uh, that tournament with Force. We yeah. did uh, like a charity tournament uh, for twenty thousand. We went undefeated, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, but the the thing that happened all the time is I was playing the melee character, and there's just so much shit going on on screen that they were I would constantly like get turned around and not know where my team was. That it was can a happen very a lot. Uh, visually abrasive game. Yes. Yeah, it was, just, it was like when the big battle. High balances out. Yeah, I wish they. Yeah, just they just need to tone it down a little bit so I can kind of keep track of where I am. Because at the end of being like in a huge fight, especially as the melee guy, you're just like, all right, what where the fuck did is happening? Go? Yeah, yeah, if you have a happened? dash of any sort and you end up dashing through somebody, you're like, what the? Where am I now? Yeah. I just am <laughs> confused. Uh, yeah, that, that's it's definitely a problem with it. Like, yeah, I like the art style, but there's so much shit going on yeah, on the screen. Too much, way too much. Yeah, it, it can be a real problem. You get used to it after a while, but I don't think you should even have to get used to that. And it's a shame because, like, I, I love the game. I think the game is is phenomenally cool and does a lot of really interesting, different things. Yeah. And I've been playing quite a lot of it. I think can we have like a, a real talk, come to Jesus moment on this one because I feel like <laughs> uh, the release window for this game. I am 
really like this is one of those things where I am very curious what the lifespan of this game is going to be. Yeah. Based yeah. On the Battleborn? Window, oh, yeah. Based yeah. on everything that's happened and the fact that Overwatch actively tried to kill it. Like, yeah. they Blizzard really does, you know, as Blizzard is do, does this all the time, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. they've done it for the last 10 years with, um, they've deliberately timed their betas, their alphas, their releases, their big trailers around other MMO launches. And even with Hearthstone, like, when there was a new card game, I'm pretty sure they shit on scrolls with it. They tried to shit on uh, Might and Magic, um, their hero, like, card game thingy. They they do this all the fucking time. Like, it's an it's active business strategy of them. that um Marvel does every time DC yes. can release something. Yeah. They yeah. specifically try to schedule their stuff at the exact same time. Yeah, and they launch the open beta on the launch date of Battleborn. Like, yeah, on purpose. On social media, Battleborn has spikes. Every once in a while, like, every few hours, you'll see, like, a Battleborn spike. But Overwatch has a constant, like, it's everywhere. It's at fucking Taco yeah. Bell. Like, it's yeah. everywhere. And yeah. so, well, the marketing budget for that game is insane, you know? Right, they, right. It, they got fucking Lamborghinis, as we saw at PAX, you know? Yes, they had they Lamborghinis did. shuttling people around for free in <laughs> Overwatch. And running over other cars. Yeah, they literally <gasps> destroyed a car, for fuck's sake. You, you can't compete <laughs> with that. <laughs> what? I don't know what you mean. Uh, it and, sucks because a lot yeah. of games that are doing, I don't even say they're similar, but like Battleborn and Paladins, for example, is another one. Like it, the other problem with it is that people are so ready to be like, it's it's freaking second rate Overwatch. Which is and not like, even true. I'm actually I'm putting a video together right now that compares the two and Battleborn and Overwatch are completely fucking different games. Paladins and Overwatch are completely fucking different games. So yeah. people see cartoony graphics and first person shooter and they're like, it's Overwatch, but it's you know, B rate Overwatch from high res. But the inherent problem problem with all of this is that all these things are coming out roughly the same time and most yeah. gamers have to pick one yes and yeah yeah they're course. gonna pick the one that most people that they feel are gonna play and when all the hype is around overwatch everyone's gonna flock there and i like even when i see some of the trailers for battleborn i'm like some of the early trailers are beautiful and phenomenal some of the newer ones are literally just like yeah no we have 20 characters too also we have a single player did we mention that and it's like Wow, this seems real. Like you are like, hey guys, hi, hey, hi. We're we're also a game, and it like reeks of that. And it's like, oh please, yeah. <laughs> and it's a good game. That's the problem. It's a good game, and it's like, I I honestly, when I look at all this stuff, like, it's a perfect storm of just shutting this game, like, fucking this game over. Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, I th I think that it's it's doing okay right now. Like it's it's uh, so far it's got twelve thousand concurrent players on Steam, and it's been the number one selling game on Steam for the last twenty four thirty six hours. So the game is definitely doing okay, uh, but it's obviously being like shot in the knees repeatedly by Blizzard's deliberate marketing strategy, which is. Roger, you're muted. It's your. There you go. I saw your mouth move. I mean, you, it is a bit scummy from Blizzard, but simultaneously Blizzard also are not required to fucking let other companies just have a free reign. It's a capitalist market. You can't blame yeah. them for doing that. It's just they've done this all constantly over the last 10 years. Uh, but, I mean, Battleborn is doing okay right now. Like, the player base is big. It's in the top 20, like, concurrent player games on Steam right now. The player base is growing, like, consistently, according to Steam charts. It's going up every hour. So it's doing all right. It also I do think, sorry, I was going to say, I do think that campaign story stuff is going to help, um, yeah. but not in the long term, you know. Right. Probably I not in the long term, yeah. I, I wonder the, how it'll, it'll do on console as well, because, you know, obviously, like, it's oh, yeah. out on console now, too, so we only know how it's doing on Steam at the moment. 
I think it also has the uh, the added negative of it being a Gearbox title, and people are still sour about probably Aliens, Colonial Marines, I mean, and stuff. And don't don't like, blame people for Gearbox. that, you know? Yeah. I mean, but, Gearbox... It, it, Randy Pitchford is a PR disaster. Oh, like, yeah. For, he for should not open his mouth. Ever also, speak again. If the game is good, you should also reward the game for being good. It is. So. It, and it is, you know, and... The fact of the matter is, like, people... It's also that you've got to blame Gearbox for their marketing in and of itself. Yes, Because, absolutely. you know, there's people in chat saying, well, Battleborn doesn't appear unique enough to buy it. Well, one, it really is unique enough for you to buy it, but the chances are the marketing never showed you that, did it? No, that, that's yeah, that's, that's another problem, is, for sure. Is the, the trailer that I, I loaded up YouTube today, got a trailer for Battleborn. The Battleborn trailer was not about the game. It was about everything, like... Look at all the things we It didn't had. explain the game modes yeah, at yeah, all. It, it explained everything that was in it, but it didn't show, like, it, it, was, it showed the characters. It was like, here's a character, That's... and he's big and brawny, and here's this guy, and here's this little tiny guy. And it was like, we have 25 characters, and we have three modes and a single player it's like that's cool and all but to the vast majority of people they like you didn't show them shit that, yeah i no. remember back at last pax east when it was like first being shown i think maybe or one of the first times it, it was, was playable. beautiful it was yes but that but it didn't get it didn't go anywhere from there is the problem i remember like uh dodger you played it i think and you mm -hmm. were like you were you were praising it up on the stage and i was, I was like, and literally everyone was like that game looks like garbage i remember because i was i was up there with you and i was you guys were like it's so good but my attitude i was like i don't, I don't get it it looks like fucking just multiplayer uh borderlands or whatever which is i've heard it's like it's like multiplayer borderlands like it's well not, borderlands had one borderlands had multiplayer so borderlands is multiplayer borderlands. <laughs> but secondly it's not in any way like that outside of the you know there's a bit of an aesthetic similarity and also like the sense kind of humor of. You know? yeah, but, do you feel like um do you feel like there are too many games being like, look at all of our quirky characters? I think, I, honestly, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think you're right on. Like, you hit on something here that one of the things that made, uh, uh oh my god, if fucking uh, the game with with the pony with with Team Four was two. No, the fucking <laughs> the pony. But I don't. Yeah, I'm not I mean, the, there was a pony in Team Fortress Two. There, there was. Handsome Jack, help me out. I'm Borderlands. Borderlands. Oh, look, uh, I'm old, guys. I made. I made. Borderlands. Yeah. Of Give me a break. <laughs> Jesus. So, so in Borderlands, like the first one, that humor is what helped make some of the like the repetitive gameplay elements. Like, oh, this is great. Borderlands 2, they kick the shit up, and then ever since then, they'd be coasting on that, like, well, the game isn't, like, terrific, but the humor's hilarious, and I think that quirky style is what they tried to really infuse in this game, yeah. but I also feel like they're trying to, they, this is what they're riding in on, this is, this is how they're trying to sell it, like, because in the trailer, like I saw earlier, they showed the quirky characters, and how wild they were, and all the crazy lines, like, the one-liners they had, but showed nothing about the game, and eventually that's not going to work for them anymore eventually mm -hmm. people are gonna be like well that's just another gearbox game that's just like all the other gearbox games and yeah yeah and i also feel like one of the one of the other things that was really interesting about borderlands was the world right like they did a lot of showing you the world that you were in there's, world, in there's a lot of world building yeah yeah and uh and i don't think that they've made any effort to help you understand what Battleborn is, aside from quirky characters who are together for some reason, well, you know. And, and even then, the reasoning, when they finally released the reasoning trailer, it's like, 
well, all of the worlds are blown up, and they're the last ones, so that's why they're all different and all look totally like they're from different games. And it's yeah. like, okay, I mean, you don't even have to do that. You don't even have to go that far. Well, no, I mean, you know, it's like League of Legends retconned in a bunch of lore to justify why it has a hundred characters, one of which is literally a giant blob of green slime. You know, uh, they, and Dota doesn't even give a fuck. Like, Dota's characters, there's literally a line of lore for, like, each of them, and none of them make any sense. If you're playing League of Legends for the story, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) There's no reason. Uh, And I think that's, that's a good point, though. There's no need, that's... They don't. Battleborn doesn't need to worry about the story and the lore. Absolutely. They don't need to push that shit fucking forward. They need to be like, here's the gameplay. This is why this game is super fun. And it sucks because, like we've said, we've all said, we've all played Battleborn, and I was blown away when I played it the first time. Like, this is not what I expected. This is actually really fucking good. And I and unique too. That unless I played it and I got like got into the closed beta or whatever. And they need to push that forward, and they're not, and it's a mistake. Remember. Remember when uh, at BlizzCon, Blizzard showed the first trailer for Overwatch mm-hmm. and it played and everyone was like, oh, that was like a cool animation. Everyone in the audience, at least that was there, was like, that was cool. What the hell is it? And then immediately yeah. they followed up with like six minutes of gameplay footage. It's like, this and is then what it after is. that, for months, all they showed was gameplay footage and then they released story stuff. I feel like Battleborn did the opposite. They were like, here's yeah. all the crazy freaking characters. And like gameplay footage, it might be the fact that sometimes gameplay footage is hard to watch. Like it's hard to release gameplay footage when all it is is color fucking. It is like, the thing though. Here's <laughs> is the thing though. They actually did release a shit ton of gameplay footage. Like their their channel over the last few years, they had the official reveal trailer, which was the one that with the really cool cartoony one that got like eight million fucking views. They then showed eighteen minutes of campaign gameplay. They've had a let's play each character. Um, over the last three months. The problem is nobody fucking watched any of them. You know? Right. They they actually had a shit ton of gameplay on their channel. I didn't, see, I didn't Raw know. gameplay. I didn't know that loads of it. But nobody watched it. You know? And now people are like, I don't know what this is. It's like, I, I feel like, actually, uh, I don't know. I don't think that they should be blamed for bad marketing because I literally think that people stayed purposefully ignorant of it because they wrote the game off as an Overwatch clone. And then they're like, I don't know what it is. They never told me. Yes, they fucking did. There's like 12 hours of gameplay on their YouTube channel right there. But, you know, what can they do about that? If they can't get people to watch it, the only thing they can get them to watch is like 90-second trailers, not 20-minute Let's Plays. I I think that maybe they should have gone out of their way. Not the right way to go about those things, though. No, like, I mean, that, the game's hard to watch because of is. how visually busy it is. It's, you know, Overwatch is hard to watch. This is harder than that to watch. Yeah. Because of how is. fucking colorful it is. There needs, they, I don't I don't know, I, like, how do they rectify, other than bring, toning the color down, like, how do you showcase, like, a 5v5? Do they have a spectator mode? They don't. No, I don't That's, think so. The game you know, is so strategic. Like, in, in uh, the multiplayer 5v5 matches, it really is. I never played yeah. Monday Night Combat. I know you people have. I did. I played Monday Night Combat, yeah. Um, but it's I've never played it. Like that. It's really strategic. When I was playing in the tournament, there was, like, necessary team communication, like, possible uh, ganks and, and, like, taking over enemy camps. Like, that stuff was important. If there was, like, a, a spectator mode where you could watch the teams doing what they're doing, I think that'd be a better way of showcasing what the game is all about. Instead of playing just the first person and just having like shit happening in your face, yeah, well, I think it is. It, it's not going to be a streamer friendly game. I don't think. I don't think Overwatch is a streamer friendly game either. I think actually yeah. the numbers on Overwatch prove that too. 
I don't think Overwatch streams don't get that many views relative to yeah. other games. Last night, I actually went to go look because I saw it was third on Twitch and it had yeah. like 80, 50,000 views. Totally, so I was like, oh yeah. shit, who's streaming this? And the highest viewed person had 3,000, which meant there was a ton of people playing with very little views. Yeah. 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 Right now, it's oh. like people are probably going to be, well, it's got loads of views now. That's because Lyric's playing it. Everyone else other than Co Carnage is 3,000 views uh, together or less. Now, Hearthstone shits on that and Hearthstone is currently still shitting on it, despite the fact that Hearthstone's been out for two fucking years. You know, it's, like it's, it's easy to watch. Yes, and, and and it gives Hearthstone has that added benefit of something that I'm sure we all hate, but it gives the average viewer the sense of like I could have done better. I know what to do in this scenario. Yes, I fucking despise oh, yeah. that. I put out my latest legendary video today, and people are probably awful about it because they always are. But that's yeah, that's the difference between that and Overwatch, which Overwatch is so fast and so much stuff is happening is yeah. they don't have the time to be like analyze. Yeah, sit there and, and watch. They don't have the time to think about it. I do. You, I do think that Overwatch is going to do well if, like, if it were to gain, like, an esports scene around it. Yeah. Because, like, I I don't like watching people just play TF2, but I like watching TF2 tournaments. Like watching people who are really good at it and watching tournaments. Yes. Yeah. It needs a good spectator mode. Like, CSGO has been working on its spectator mode for, what, like, five fucking years now? And I was it's actually going to say, really CSGO good. has an, a fantastic spectator mode. It does. But that's five years of work behind that spectator mode. So yeah. I'm hoping that we see something as good as that in Overwatch. Because there was a recent tournament. I think it was either ESL or Face It ran a tournament last week. Or was it Gosu Gamers? One of the others. And it actually had decent views. Like, it was it had a decent audience. So I think it, it has potential. I, I think, personally, it could be the most exciting, outside of StarCraft 2 anyway, eSport thing that um, Blizzard has ever made. It, they've just got to do it properly. I, I don't know if Battleborn will get there. I, I know that a lot of people were watching it played at PAX. They had a huge booth at PAX. A lot of people were lining up to play it. And they were also doing casting of it. I could do it better. But they were doing casting of it, and people uh -huh. like, seemed to be pretty cool with it. It just, you know, the spectator mode is basic and probably not very good to to watch. And weirdly enough, the, the watchability of a game is hugely important these days. Oh, yeah. If you can't represent it well on YouTube enough. or on stream, then a lot of people choose not to buy the game because they're not impressed by what they saw their streamer friend, you know, say about it. Yeah. Which will be a shame. If Battleborn fails, I will be sad. Know, Me too. Because I, I enjoy it a lot and I want to play more of it. Uh, the launch seems to be relatively strong for the game. I just hope that it sticks around. Because I think that game is really unique and there's nothing else like it on the market right now unless you count Super Monday Night Combat, which is a dead game now. You know, So I, I hope to see more uh, more Battleborn stuff coming out, definitely. Mm -hmm. It's been it's been fun to play. And uh, I gotta say, I was quite impressed by the prologue mission. They force you to go through it, which kind of sucks. But they um, it, it fleshes out the story quite well kind of explains why the bad guy's doing what he's doing and he's weirdly enough like he's also like almost like a handsome jack kind of guy where he's like i'm not actually the bad guy i'm just doing what i need to do in order to make this work out it's like he maybe he has a point you know so i think that it could be kind of fun although i do want to see them explain why the fuck there's a goddamn luchador wrestling uh, thing going on he's from a planet of luchador wrestlers well, it's cool. yeah, yeah and he's yeah. the only one left tb god the last, right? the last one speaking of pvp uh, Dreadnought, yo. Dreadnought! Yes. Oh my yeah. god, oh, so god. Loot, if you need a healer, let me know. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, Mathis, I hear you are the best healer. Only because nobody else wants to heal. Oh, I mean, no, to be honest, it can't be any worse than Dodger. Dodger's never healed anyone in her life. It was terrible. Jeez. Dodger I was have... a whatever she was the other day. I don't know what the hell you were the other day. Uh, a destroyer? 
Yeah, you were great at that. Thank you. The was, Destroyers yeah. are surprisingly good. Uh, I think a lot of people don't play them because they think, oh, well, it's an average ship. No, the Destroyer wrecks fucking face. Well, it's really fun if you if you have the um, the like energy renewal on as yeah. as one of your modules, and you can literally just go in there, get everybody's attention, and just tank through with multiple shields mm-hmm. while everybody's attacking you, and then the little Corvettes come around and just kill everybody. It was awesome. Uh, we had so much fun. Yeah, Corvettes, my if favorite. Wanna, if you want to see Doctor do that, I posted a video last night. There's literally hurt pressing that button and then screaming angrily at people like come fucking get me it's, <laughs> it's well that's so the taunt ability funny. yeah yes oh yeah she's just sitting there she's like they're all on me fuck them fuck them over we're like Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious yeah, my favorite it's, part it's... was my entire chat was like she's doing so well i'm so proud just... <laughs> <laughs> It is a, uh, I mean, I, I would say the last few times we played, we had a great experience because Force and Mathis were amazing healers. So that's probably why it was so good. But uh, it it's a game that the, like, the more I play, the more it grows on me. Like, at first I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is a really cool concept. But the more I play it, I'm like, holy shit. It's so I love, good. I love nuking people. It is maybe my favorite thing in the world. That's cool. And, it yeah, it's a ton of fucking fun. I <laughs> Every love time. Every time we played without you and we had nobody on the team with nukes, we were like, where the fuck is Jesse? We need some nukes. <laughs> yeah. Nukes do nukes so much just... damage. The If yeah. I've got a beef with the game, it's that the game modes are really simple. Like, it literally is kill the other dudes and there's yeah. nothing else to it. And I I was finding myself getting bored with that. You know, the, the combat is pretty good, but it reminded me of the same issue I had with World of Tanks. It's like, okay, so the mode is you kill tanks. Like, is there a, is there something with a bit more substance to it? Not right now, there isn't. I mean, yeah, that, and I think I think that's something they definitely need to focus on because that's the longevity of the game. Although, that said, fucking World of Tanks is still doing great. So Yeah, it I, is. Yeah, I mean, there's what? no doubt about that. Mostly in... Eastern Europe is where they love World of Tanks. Is yes. that right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, they love World of Tanks everywhere. It's super popular. It's just, I found, you know, when I was playing that, that the game mode was just so boring. It's like, you get in a tank, you kill some tanks, you blow up, and then you go <laughs> in another game. Like, okay. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, wa- I want more objective focused gameplay. And Dreadnought is suffering the same problem of not having an objective other than kill the other dudes. And I, I like, right. to me, that's not enough to keep me playing it. But I, I've been having fun as a Corvette. I admit, I go with the Blink Warp Corvette build with the heavy torpedo. I just blink in behind him, fucking unload a heavy torpedo into their ass and just nuke him with everything I've got and then blink out. <laughs> it's really, really fun to fly that um, way. Um, oh, I was no, going to no. say some, something that I love is if you have um, the uh, electric pulse as one of your modules, as one of the bigger ships... Um, since the modules go green when something is in range, like, I always know when a Corvette's right behind me now, because um, if there's no other ships in front of me, but the thing is green, I'm like, oh, fuck. If you roll yeah. with auto guns, Corvettes just melt. Like, Corvette gets close to you, turn your auto guns on, and they just destroy the Corvette completely. You don't yeah. even have to do anything. I'll, I'll never, I'll never heal the scar of the time we got crushed by five Corvettes, though. Ooh, that's rough. Those guys, all right, yeah, no, there's just a pro team. Yeah. Pro, like, and they are just rolling through, and they went to every stream and played, yes. like, and then they went to the stream and, like, you guys were the saltiest people we ever played, out losers. We're like, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I hated those guys. They're like, we're the best. I'm yeah, like, a bunch Ugh. of idiots. 
<laughs> is this the, the same group that went all sniper? Yeah, yeah. They just, In like, all they do game? is they're like, yuck, 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 we got you. Well, like, I mean, like, the absolute best thing to do if you want your game that you're great at to survive is literally drive away all the people making right? it popular. You know, <laughs> real we fucking smart we like, jackasses. Why? I I get I get yeah. that you know when you're an alpha player and then people come in for the beta alpha you're like player. oh my god this is my time this is my right. time to just like shit on people and let's shit on people and drive them away so when the game finally launches no one will play it with us that sounds like <laughs> yeah, a really like, good idea I don't, I don't mind getting crushed by a better team if they're playing like a legit game against us they they playing right like, but they did like it's the, the douchey yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. Like, if they want to play a strat that wins, that's cool. But don't fucking go into the chat afterwards and then shit on someone who's literally been playing for twenty yeah. minutes. It's you know, that's... just being super BM for no reason. Right. Is the problem. Yeah, and then coming to the being in the streamer chat and be like, "You fucking salty ass motherfuckers!" Blah, 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 blah. Oh god, it's the worst. I mean, I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be surprised me if the dev team just comes down hard on them. It's like, stop driving people away from our game. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. What the fuck are you doing? We need these people. Uh, <laughs> It's, uh, you know, it's, it's not, it's not brilliant. Uh, not to say that we aren't massive hypocrites about that, because we, uh, we do that to, like, Overwatch plays, but we, the thing is, we don't go in that chat and then shit on them, like, yeah, like that's the that, difference. I do that by myself on a team of six other people, and that's just me. That's not like yeah. I didn't, like, hey, gang of friends, let's go <laughs> Soldier 76 and run in and cheese these guys. We're like, all soldiers now. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. We do that drunkenly and then lose, and we learn our lesson. That's how we roll. Indeed. Thank you very much. You know, what's weird about Dreadnought is that uh, quite a few people have been saying, oh, well, this is really similar to Fractured Space. So it's like, well, you know, games tend to come along in twos and threes where there's some similarities. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fractured Space yeah. is much more like a Dota game. Like, it has lanes and it has minions and stuff like that. And I was thinking, you know, maybe I, I like the the gameplay of Dreadnought, but if they don't flesh out the game modes, maybe I try Fractured Space instead because it looks like that has more fleshed out game modes. Problem is, like, nobody's playing that game right now and it's still in early access, so... Yeah. I don't know. It's we'll see. It. Uh, I I, I want to find out which of those games is the one that's going to keep me interested, and it's probably the one that's a bit more complex. But Dreadnought's cool. Yeah. Love it. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to play some more tonight. Hopefully, I played yep. a ton of that this week. That's, yeah. Once I got it fixed. Uh, those, by the way, who are having problems with Dreadnought, apparently the uh, it was the Nvidia hotfix driver that they released, and Visual C plus uh, plus fucked everything up. So basically, you have to reinstall those, and then the game works fine. Yeah, of course. Nice. Yeah. Nvidia somehow, somehow I installed that new stuff and my Windows start button no longer worked. I don't know what the hell it did. My start my, yeah. button stopped working. Same. My start button that's, still doesn't work. That's a win that's common Windows 10 problem. I have a problem where with Windows Explorer, if I right click on a file and go to open with, it freezes my Windows Explorer. Do you all have Windows 10? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Freedom from that still. Yeah, I, I just installed uh, when I put I just uh, put Windows Seven on this with Rufus bootable, and I'm just like I'm gonna put Windows Seven back on <laughs> because yeah, yeah. I just put it on my other drive because there's something going horribly horribly wrong with it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know what's what's up with that, but hey, never mind. Uh, Clash Royale update today. Very exciting oh. for everybody that is not Jesse Cox. <laughs> yeah. Jesse's like, right, Jess become that guy on the forums who's like, oh, you know, I want to kill myself every time we talk about mobile games. Like, well, you know, get your bullet. I'm with you, guy. I'm with you, dude. <laughs> on forums, call me. We'll go, we'll go out and get a drink and complain about TV. Like, oh, yeah. I hate when he does that. What a dick. I don't give a fuck. Ugh. 
I hear that um, bomb towers uh, don't live for as long. No, they don't. Yeah, and that's good because bomb towers that they were exist on the really field good. has gone way down, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, they've nerfed the defensive stuff. They added in a bunch of new units. They've also doubled all the rewards you get, which is sick. So you can you get level gold every time you win now, right? Yeah. Yep. So if you have four chests and you can't open any more, then you still get gold for a win. So there's actually a point in playing more than four games and four wins at a time. Uh, every time you get a crown chest, it's now double the rewards they used to be. The drop rate on the good chests has improved. And you can also donate double the number of things to your clanmates every day. So basically, they just buffed everything f that gives you free shit, which is good, right. you know. Which is surprising because it's know, like, oh, we've got a bunch of people in the game now. Yeah. Game. When you're making $150 million a month on Clash Royale, <laughs> they can afford to be a little bit generous with the shit. Yeah. I guess. God damn. Yeah, that game is doing really well. Damn. Yeah. There's a couple of new units in there that seem fun. I haven't, I, the only ones I've run into are the skeleton uh, soldier dudes where they spawn a squad of three skeletons that have shields. So their shields can take a certain amount of damage and the shields fall off and then you have to take their health down. So you throw a fireball at them, it just knocks the shield off. So it's kind of a different interpretation of the Dark Prince, but I'm right. glad they're adding more units in. It's adding more variety into the game. So that's cool. And the For all you people who are in the high range, end, yeah. I'm still in like the 900 range fighting princes. And I sat there for a long time problems. and then I got into the 15 hundos and I was like, oh my God, I'm a king. And <laughs> I fell back down to the 12 hundos and now I haven't touched it in a while and instead I've been playing Sailor Moon Drop all the time so the hell is that uh it's it's literally candy crush but everything is sailor moon <laughs> it's amazing sailor moon got it it's so good it like tries to take you through the storyline of sailor moon but like abridges it to a fault where you meet new characters and it's like wow this person seems like they could also be a magical girl will you say this phrase for me and they're like okay and then they say the phrase and they're like wow i transformed into a magical girl and then it like <laughs> It's so funny. The <laughs> end. Move on. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been playing that a lot. Jesse, not a fan. No, it's I'm so amazed. Cute. I'm amazed at some of the games that you play. It truly Me? blows my mind. Yes. Wait, are you shocked that I'm playing Sailor Drops? That's what I was gonna say. You're actually. I'm shocked. not at all no, surprised no, I'm not by shocked that. that. You would play it. I'm shocked that that game exists. Look, the little dances. People like Dodger exist. There's a match three for literally everything. Right. Just doing a little dance. There's, there's an audience matter. for everything on YouTube. There is a match three for everybody on yep. the mobile device. There is. There are actually some like really good match threes that are sort of aimed at core games. They're actually usually companion apps. You know, there's a Battleborn clicker. I shit you not. It's called Battleborn no. Tap. You uh, you put heroes on the board. They literally just fight like it's an idle game almost. You can fire lasers with your fingers and stuff and summon dudes. But outside of that, you just leave it running and it earns you shit for the main game apparently. So that's kind of cool. Are there microtransactions? Uh, well, of course there are. There, there are in the mobile <laughs> game, but there are no microtransactions in the main game. That's always how they do it. It's like, we got no microtransactions in the main game, but we're going to put them in the mobile game because we know the mobile fuckers will pay some money. Yeah, there you go. It's a... Uh, it's it's a it's a neat little promo app anyway. It's it's not fun to play, but it's a neat little promo app. Other than that, what's the what's the other thing I was playing on mobile? Oh yeah, Space Marshals. By the way, if you want an actual video game that's on mobile, Space Marshals is pretty fucking cool. Uh, it's like a I wouldn't necessarily call it Diablo like, but it's a sort of top down stealth or combat game where you are a space marshal hunting down bounties you can take a couple of different weapons in and there are different weapon drops and loot you can get and it's actually like a really good touchscreen game that's 
it's almost like a bit Metal Gear Solidy in a way. Like you sneak around and then you take people out before they notice you and stuff like that. And it was free, I think, on the iOS store last week. So I picked it up and played it on the plane. I actually had a lot of fun with it. It's a re really nicely put together game with really good combat mechanics. So if you want a game that doesn't suck on mobile, Space Marshals is probably something to look at. Nice. That was Take cool. Play a little bit of the um, Pathfinder Adventures card game as well. That's very strange and weird. Oh, it's, how's that? Um, it's really odd. Like, I'm trying to figure out exactly how to play it because it's really different. It's all about, like, dungeon crawling and fighting against PvE, like, fighting against the deck. It's got nothing to do with competitive at all. So yeah. there's some it's, there's some weird mechanics. Like, it's like you got to draw your equipment out of your deck and you, you your equipment and all this other stuff. And then there's encounters and things that happen. I'm still trying to get my head around it. So we'll see. Looks all right, though. Pathfinder's dead to me now. D&D 5th Ed is out, so... Yeah, that killer. <laughs> I, I don't play Pathfinder anymore. That's sad. I never really got into Pathfinder, but I really didn't like 4.0. 4.0 was fucking trash. It was World of Warcraft it, pen and paper. It pared it down way too... It, like, took a really complex system and then tried to oversimplify it, so... <laughs> Pathfinder was, was basically just 3.75. It took what was great <laughs> about 3.5 and then kind of fleshed it out, fixed a lot of the problems, added to it. And then the Wizards lost a lot of money to it. So like, uh, fifth edition, here you go. And fifth ed is fantastic. It is really, really Yeah, cool. I like fifth. Mm. You, you may want to play the card game it. then because it just like, it seems like it's trying to emulate a pen and paper RPG, but in card form, which I think might actually be pretty be interesting. Fun. I mean, yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's free to download, so you might as well. I never used Pathfinder, like, as far as pen and paper stuff for the world. We took D&D worlds like Faerun and Eberron and just applied Pathfinder rules to them. Yeah. Pathfinder world was, like, this is getting really nerdy, but it was, like, completely disjointed. It didn't feel smooth at all. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and the other thing, a lot of us have been playing on mobile, including at the... Uh, so I officiated a wedding this weekend. I don't know if... Yeah, I heard yeah. that. Awesome. And you managed to That's not offend thing. anyone, which... Yeah, which is impressive, wow. considering 95% of the people in the room were Chinese. So I was like, okay, I don't know if my British humor is going to work here. Uh, it did, thankfully. Thank fuck. <laughs> Thank goodness. It's like, yeah. the, the you know, the, the bride's... Um, father did not kill me which is great you know he he was happy with how i did things and did i didn't fuck anything up uh and i managed to get the vows out without screwing them up and everything like that so that was good um it was actually a surprisingly more fun experience than i expected everyone was like really chill and uh was because i think they'd, they'd been brought in and to expect that it was going to be kind of a light-hearted ceremony so they weren't expecting any su super serial shit so they did the Chinese tea ceremony before that, and I didn't do anything with that because I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, so they they did that, and then it's like, now we get the kind of more American casual sort of ceremony with the vows and the speech and everything, uh, which worked out pretty well. But after that, I played Hearthstone with the groom while the bride was going around greeting everybody. And he plays Zoo, uh, so he's a scumbag, and I wish uh, him nothing but ill health <laughs> in like, future. God, I wish I had never played this with you, because now I look at you like you're a shitlord. <laughs> Did you know that in Korea, the Zoo deck is now known as the Reynad deck? Because he is at fault for that. Like, he's the guy that made the deck, so in Korea, they call it Reynad. And it's like, I hate you, Reynad, so fucking much. You have ruined so many things in my life. You've ruined the lives. Indeed. I it, I love every expansion because it. I think, oh, it's going to change the meta, and except it hasn't. Like, it's, the only thing that it's no. done to change the meta is that 90% uh, of people are playing Cthun decks, and That's I'm going to keep saying Cthun. All right, uh, fuck you that think it's Cthun. It fucking isn't. It's, it's been Cthun, Cthun forever. 
I say Cthune. It's Cthun. Cthun forever. Cthun. I've yeah. said Cthun since Cthun right, came out. Right, 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 since right. fucking patch 1.2, I think, where they but released AQ. Seems, I've called it Cthun. I'm going to keep wrong, calling Cthun. That's fine. I don't give a fuck. Look, call it whatever you want. You're wrong, but call it whatever you want. <laughs> Here's the fucking thing, right? This is the same issue that people had with Lovecraft with Cthulhu. There are multiple pronunciations of it, and they're all correct. The whole point is that there's no correct pronunciation of Cthulhu. So there are people saying a bunch of different things. And it's the same thing with fucking Cthun. You can call it whatever the fuck you want. There is no correct pronunciation. So fuck you. And even if you think there is, I don't care. I'm going to keep calling Cthun. You did like a complete 180 in this conversation, like all by yourself. You started off being like, it's Cthun. Fuck anybody who says it differently. Uh And now you're like, but I mean, you know, it's just one of those tomato tomato sort of. (laughs) Yeah, but fuck them anyway. Listen, I just want to tell them the fuck off. It makes me feel better. In the game, say the name. There is a panda, but can you trust the panda with correct pronunciation? No, you can't. He's from a different land. Is that your way of saying that the way the panda pronounces it is Cthun? And it, it's Cthun. Cthun is what he says, Cthune? and that's wrong. That's clearly wrong. Cthune? So Cthune? fuck that panda and fuck you. What an ass. Outside of that, though, I it I do like um I think I'm just going to be playing Wild from here on in because Wild is the format where you can play literally every card in the game. And that means you don't run into Cthun decks consistently, so that's cool. What deck can I play that costs me zero dollars? Cthun. <laughs> uh, I have Cthun to deck. get Cthun, don't I have to? No, have to... you get them for free. Oh. If, that's the thing. You get a bunch of, you can get like 13 free Old Gods packs and you get Cthun as soon as you log in. So that's why everyone's playing Cthun decks because they're viable, they're cheap, and they win like all the time. So you might as well. <laughs> How be- long before they get nerfed? Uh, hopefully quite soon, because I think Cthun is fucking broken as shit, and the deck is way too easy to play. Uh, but it's either that, or you run into more Zoo, or more Face Hunter, which is the same shit as it always was. Yeah, so there is that. Um, so yeah, I'll probably just play Wild and hope to run into interesting decks. I don't mind being beaten, I just don't like being beaten by decks that literally could be played by a dog. You know? (laughs) It's like, I don't, there was no brain power involved in this. You don't gotta insult dogs. Yeah, dogs. Speaking of dogs, our dogs decided they would pick a fight with a skunk. That maybe have been the worst thing. I saw the tweets. Oh my God. So we were at Walmart at 2.30 a.m. trying desperately to get like homemade ingredients to wash out skunk spray from a dog's fur, which as it turns out is really fucking hard to do. And then we just burned the clothes that we used because we we shampooed them, we hosed them down because obviously we didn't want to use the cold hose on them. So we brought our buckets and did that shampooing and cleaned them up. And then we just burned the clothes we were wearing because like the smell is never going to go away from them. Like yeah. you are fucked yeah. at that point. So they so well done to the dogs for defending the garden from the skunk. But holy <laughs> shit, the smell was unreal. Never I have, again. It's like it was like a mixture of burning rubber with rotten meat. It was the worst smell I've ever experienced. My, my nasal receptors just shut down. It's just like, nope, fuck this. I'm out. So like, what? Um, oh my God. It was, yeah. I hope you don't have night, to deal with that. Last night, some dude was teaching a dance class in the middle of my street. And it was maybe 11 <laughs> o'clock at night. And there was a dude on a megaphone going, five, six, seven, eight. And turn and snap, 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 snap. <laughs> It was really loud, and you could hear all of these people just like grooving and thumping music. And my cats would not leave the window. They were like, "Yeah, this is some good shit." <laughs> they were just like sat next to the window as close as they could possibly get, and just stared, just stared out the window the whole time. I was like, 
your groove on, I guess. But my God, they were out there until we went to sleep at like two in the morning. I would have been out there grooving. Like the oldest man who ever was old. I would have been like, Go to bed! Yes. Oh my God. It's like, some of us have to work. Oh yeah, no, that would not have that have not, that would not have flown in the Jesse Cox neighborhood. I would be like, y'all motherfuckers need to be quiet. Yeah, I, have, <laughs> I admit I have become like more very loudly passive aggressive towards people that do that. Just the people that annoy that me in age, public. Man. I think so. I've just I've just stopped giving fucks. I'm just very very loud with it. Like the people uh, that stand on the travelators, like the moving walkways in airports, and they. Yeah, Travelator. Travelator, there you go. <laughs> That's my new favorite word. Travelator, it's a great word, right? Yeah, it's a real thing, look it up. They, where they like, they, they stand like to a side and they block the whole thing instead of standing on oh. either left and walking yeah. on the right or whatever. Uh, yeah. And I just say really loudly, wow, I mean, it's really awful when people don't walk on the, the walkway or whatever. You know, I really need to get where I'm going. I just say it as loud as possible until they get the fucking idea. I don't know if I call that passive aggressive. I like how I guess it's you aggressive, could aggressive. save so much time just going, excuse me. Just no. walking up and saying, go by them. They don't learn that way. They don't learn them. that way. Like, at that point, I'm the one being rude by asking them to get out of the way. If I'm passive aggressive for long enough, they'll feel guilty you're and really shitty about themselves. You're the fucking life, TB, because you're never going to beat that person again. <laughs> Fuck that guy. No, he's going to show up in chat next time, but Yeah, he will. I mean, I, I assume that guy's like part I of my subreddit. <laughs> I met you on the Travelator that one time. That's the Travelator, yes. The, uh, we like to call it the walkie-talkie slidey-slidey in uh, the British Isles. It's, uh, it's rather wonderful, really. Like technology, it's incredible. We're just old. Yeah, I think so. That's all it is. I think so. We don't do parties anymore. Yeah, we do. We do Game of Thrones and donkey viewing parties. See that, but that, see that, that's my kind of party. If you want to call it, like, get ain't no party party. like a donkey party. Have a Tell drink, relax. I can't do like the Twitch parties where there's just like uh, a fucking ton of people. I want to be in bed by loud. like midnight. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> the, the Twitch parties have mostly devolved into bowling now, which I'm actually okay with. It's like they they've realized that nobody who goes to a Twitch party is cool in any way, so they just do bowling, which to me is fine. That's last time hey. I went to a Twitch party. It was like there was a bowling lane and there was a huge crowd of people. I was like, what is going on over there? Bowling, and it was Markiplier bowling. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> it's a swarm of people. It's like, like well, uh. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a huge Twitch presence. He doesn't even stream yes. on Twitch. He, he doesn't even stream. stream. What the fuck was he even no, doing there? Yeah. He just no. well, he doesn't stream, but he was just there it's bowling fine. with like it's a crowd of people. To be it's fair, fine. like 95% of the people at Twitch parties are not in any way involved with Twitch. They just show up for free shit, so. Free, free drinks, really. Yeah. That's what it Although, is. Although, I'll give Twitch credit for the Twitch lounge at PAX. That was great. Uh, uh, you could just go in there and chill out. But I have to admit, I had to pull, at one point, a do-you-know-who-I-am fucking <laughs> moment to get in the door. Because I don't know, like, if they just switched security and they had no, like, they, the guy didn't know me. And, right. I was, and they wouldn't let me in, like, so found him. One I, I do Twitch and I have a lot of subscribers. Can you let me in, please? Like, <laughs> and then uh, fucking DJ Week comes back. I was like, let him in. <laughs> I was like, thank fuck. This is going to get really awkward all of a sudden. I hate to having to do that. Uh, that, that was and I got neat. in. You, yeah, he did. Of course he did. I just told him I was ammunition and got in. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, you're famous. I was like, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Your ammunition, fucking hell! It's like I'm legendary, Leah. It's like, yeah. no. Hey guys, 
Please don't compare the two. Anne is lovely. No, they yeah, that's true. That isn't fair at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's comparing a piece of shit to a nice person. Let's not do that. No, <laughs> yeah. that's not that's not good at all. But Hearthstone's good, I guess. No, except I hate the people playing it. And you know what? I'm going to be a damn salt mine when I play Hearthstone, whether you like it or not. If you don't like it, don't watch my fucking videos. Hearthstone is a salt game. It's a salt generator. It's my salt game. It's the one that I like to play to shout at people. And it's like, I am so much better than you if you were not playing this deck. Damn it. That's how it is. That's Hearthstone in a nutshell. So yeah. I wouldn't know. Well, you will now, because you're gonna you're gonna go join the Legions, the Cult of Cthoon. Cthoon. Cthoon! Yogg Saron is quite the card. Oh my god, the oh, yeah. RNG that's compels the you. Card. That's the card you that's the that's card. That's the card that kills with. itself constantly. Mm-hmm. It never survives its own turn because it literally casts spells on itself and dies. <laughs> like what what the hell is even going on with that? Could we not? Please? Mm. <laughs> could we could we not? Yes, could we buff <laughs> it so that Yogg-Saron does not kill itself? That would be great. I don't feel that's what an old god would do. Or maybe they, man, you can't understand old gods. Just like you don't know how to say their name. They you don't know old gods. Do. They do what they Yogg-Saron's do. Yogg the ball of madness. You can't claim to know what Yogg-Saron thinks. Yogg-Saron drives men to tears and 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 animals to fears. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> animals don't to know. fears. What? Men? Animals to fears sounds like a great '90s album. I was <laughs> gonna say like, tears for fears. Like what? what it sounds like to me. Animals to fears. I don't know go. what it means, but it sounds yes. super fucking deep. It sounds <laughs> way too deep for this podcast. Speaking of old gods and the annihilation of the world, squarespace.com slash co-optional. We will be right back after this ad and a wonderful music break. Don't go anywhere. Make Enjoy the people. wonders of Squarespace. Swinky panky. Squarespace. It's a piece of cake to make a pretty cake. Oh, no. Six gerbils. Wait, it takes, it's a piece of cake to make a pretty cake? Fuck you. It's a piece <laughs> of cake to make a pretty cake. Oh, God, just stop. Have you ever noticed how everybody featured in those fancy Squarespace ads look like they live in the cleanest house imaginable with high quality furnishings and wonderful appliances? It hadn't crossed my mind, no. Well, I've come to the conclusion that not using Squarespace might be the cause of all our problems. How do you figure that? Okay, think about this logically for a moment. The kitchen's a mess, right? Yes, that's your fault. It's always your fault. But what if it wasn't? What if it was because we weren't using Squarespace enough? You realize that Squarespace is a service which allows you to build a website for whatever you'd like. It's not going to clean your kitchen for you. That's your job. Ah, yes, but what if I used squarespace.com slash cooptional? Yes, that's squarespace.com slash cooptional to get 10% off my first order, then set up a website. If the ads are to be believed, my house will be clean and stylish in no time. You realize that's because they cleaned up the places they were filming beforehand, right? Not because the website magically does it for you. Preposterous! I've been led to believe that Squarespace lets you create a website for whatever you'd like. It does. What's your point? Well, I would like my website to clean my house for me. That's not how it works. But it could, if I expressed my boundless creativity through Squarespace's simple yet powerful interface. No, making a website that cleans your house isn't creative. It's literally sorcery. Does squarespace.com slash co-optional offer me 10% off sorcery? No, no it doesn't. Look, you can make an awesome gallery that showcases our clean house and awesome stylish furniture, but for 
first you'd need to clean the house and buy the furniture. What about arcane rituals? Not supported or endorsed in the terms of service. Blood sacrifice? You can't claim that Squarespace supports blood sacrifice in an ad. Squarespace supports blood sacrifice. See, I totally can. Blood sacrifice. You should. No, you shouldn't. Just stick to making galleries, blogs, e-commerce stores, portfolios, resumes, anything but sorceress magic's drawing power from the blood of the innocent. Blood of the innocent, you should- Stop it! Squarespace, create a website for whatever you'd like, but probably not satanic blood rituals, demon summoning, arcane sorcery, necromancy, pyromancy, or balloon animals. The last one is legal, I just don't like balloon animals. They're like heathen sculptures for idiots. Visit squarespace.com slash cooptional for 10% off your first order and help me through your referrals buy some nicer furniture. Seriously, this stuff's from Ikea. The cats have wrecked it already. It's awful. Squarespace, you should and summon the old gods. Please don't. No, we'll, we'll all die. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the co-optional podcast. Curse. Yes. More video games. What else have we been playing this week? Anyone got a hat to throw into the ring? Um, I finally played uh, a side-scroller platformer called Rabby Ribby. And How the it's fuck a... do you spell that? R-A-B-I hyphen R-I-B-I Rabby Ribby. Okay, got um, it. It is a game that's by Sekai Project, and if any of you have played Sekai Project games, you're like, oh, so it's got anime girls in it. Yes, it does. Literally every character is an anime girl. Yes. Uh, you play a bunny who has turned into a bunny girl, and you find yourself in a world filled with people who are obsessed with bunnies because bunnies have disappeared. And so there's an entire like cult of girls who wear bunny ears but are not real bunnies, and uh, they're hunting you while you're trying to find your old master or like your old owner. Uh, it's a game. It's a game. It's a video a, game, yes. Yeah, you meet a little fairy girl and she definitely has a secret. I think she's a bad guy. So you use the bunny girl to do like close up melee attacks. And then the fairy girl, you do, you use like her magic to do um, ranged attacks. So it's, I thought that it was pretty fun. It was one of those games though, where every time it would stop to put in plot, I was like, I don't care. I <laughs> I'm looking at the plot as you that call it, and that sure is some good plot right there. It's a good plot, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. That's a very um, Sakura Kura clicker level of plot no, going no, on. You, you, without seeing the images of boobies, when when you're hyping up the fact that one of the main characters, you're like, she could be a bag. I was like, that sounds cool. You're like, fuck yeah. that plot though. All right. I don't know. It's just. Uh, the world is, is kind of, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I'm just kind of like, I, I wanted Anime to play the game, but it, it. it kept, yeah, it kept like stopping the game to be like, and then there's this character who might be in love with this other girl, or then there's this thing that's going on with this up. Oh, and then we got a little, a little weird scene. And I'm like, all right, I just want to know who the fuck transformed me from a bunny into a bunny girl. Maybe that fairy did. Maybe the fairy, that's the fairy secret. 
Well, rabies, rabies sounds like a really fun game. So rabies, rabies, no doubt. Rabies dash rabies, yeah. Did that for Um, and I also played the Temi dating sim. Of course you did. Yep. Uh, that video is going to be going up on my channel the second this podcast is done. If anybody wants to watch that, it's uh it's an Undertale dating sim that was made where you go into Temi Village and you talk to all the Temis. And it's great. And I got to do this voice, like, forever, and it was fantastic! God. So. <laughs> yeah, alright, well, cool. There's the guy. There it is. <laughs> we were all waiting. very, it was very relatable. I was waiting for an opportunity to present the hand cannon. It's not a real gun. I know. Just, this is fucking Trigun is what this is. I do want to point out that I'm not pointing a real revolver at my head, no, but I think that was an appropriate time to do to do that, yes. Is, isn't it? Fucking beautiful. Remember, remember the excessive. first Batman when the Joker pulls out a gun? <laughs> it's kind of bang in the coming. end of it. Yeah. It keeps coming. Yeah, that's that gun where he just keeps pulling out of the barrel longer and longer. <laughs> Pretty much. Barrel. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that that's exactly what it is. Yeah. If I want to shoot down the bat plane, I am yes. fucking sorted. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Uh, did you play any real video games instead of weeb trash? I'm just. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm almost done with this season of Diablo. All right, yeah, yeah. You guys were streaming quite a lot. Who died first in your hardcore run? Come on, Sam admit has it. Died. Ah, Sam, Sam, Sam died. has died three times, and the rest of us have not died at all. <laughs> so all those times when y'all motherfuckers are like, "God, you're bringing you down, Sam, with that hardcore mode." I get it. No, Sam's the one who dies a lot because Sam is like the sort of person where. He just runs ahead of everybody, and then he dies. <laughs> We're like, Sam, why? That Stay sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been fun though. I'm I tried to do my uh, my torment four level twenty dungeon thing that I have to do all by myself in order to finish the season. And the highest that I could do was level eighteen because I guess I hadn't done enough yet. And doing level 18 by myself was a nightmare. There were a bunch of hounds chasing me. I was not built for that. So I had to like completely change. I had to be that guy and look up a build to make it so that I'm not such a glass cannon. And now I'm a bit better, but yeah. I died once because I'm not an idiot who plays hardcore mode. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that means you have died. You're just. You're not a it real. Did, not it didn't make a difference. Mode. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't lost my character. I'm doing great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I will be one of the people to say that the I. Is there. It is very hard for me to understand why you guys play hardcore. Like that seems like a horrible waste of everyone's now. time. No, I can't go back. The thrill isn't there if you're not playing hardcore. No, no, no. It's I boring can't. without hardcore. I need it. Eventually, eventually, something will happen to you that you realize the folly of your ways, and you'll quit. I sight, I sight. Which I realize I've, I've died a few times. I died in a fucking cutscene. I refuse <laughs> to do anything. I can't. I can't. That do was anything. not a Diablo. Doesn't matter. It ruined <laughs> hardcore for everything. Here's the, here's my problem. The fact that uh, uh, all the Fire Emblem games, I can just reset, and it's like hard. Like it's like, oh yeah, no, I'm totally playing hardcore mode. If someone dies, I'm like reset. Let's try that battle again. So you don't play like Iron Man mode XCOM. No, fuck that shit. You guys are nuts. <laughs> no, see, that's the only I way to play. I don't play Iron 
I don't think it's. I don't think you can compare hardcore Diablo to uh, Iron Man mode XCOM. Like in XCOM, you lose a dude. That's cool. You can get another dude. If you play fucking hardcore in Diablo, and your character's dead, it's dead. You know, losing oh, yeah, a member that's... of your squad versus losing basically your entire squad forever and having to restart the game is not the same thing at all. So playing the hardcore Diablo is like playing hardcore Minecraft. Yeah, and I can't understand why anyone would do that, but apparently some people do. What? There's a hardcore Minecraft Yeah, there's a hardcore mode. mode in Minecraft that's got permadeath. You die, you die. You lose everything. Yeah, that exists. That's a thing. I don't know why you'd play it, but it is oh, in the game. That's... But there is, like, shit to do in Diablo. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, with each season, you can be like, all right, I did all four chapters, and now I'm done until next season. You want to spend 60 Whereas... hours building a castle only to be blown up by a creepy you didn't see and lose everything? Well, there you go, hardcore Minecraft. That sounds like a lot of fun. Excuse <laughs> me why I go and suck on a shotgun. That sounds like a bit wow. more fun Jesus. than that. Uh-huh. Uh... But hey, if you want to play that, you want to do that. It's all that's that's up to you. Thug like I am, and that's fine. Just own it. Yeah, no, you're you're a thug. You're definitely a thug. Yeah. I know. I'm okay with not being a thug in this situation. That's okay. You are. (laughs) So thug is what you're trying to say. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, I mean, I you see thugs all the time going. I'm a thug. I'm such a thug right now, oh my god. I mean, that's pretty much what 50 Cent does, you know, when he makes fun of people with autism because he's super gangster. You know, that's what gangsters do, right? Yeah, Dodger. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, Dodger. That's fine. Fuck you. Thanks for associating me with that. Fuck you, 50 Cent. Appreciate it. Not only only do you now represent all women, but also all rappers and Indeed, all rappers, every last (laughs) one of them. Good job. Got I apologize you. for wow. all of my demographics. <laughs> uh, Diablo, good times. Indeed. Mm-hmm. There's nothing controversial about I- saying 50 Cent is a piece of shit. Come on. I think that's something we can all get behind. Whatever, man. He made that sweet video game. Blood in the You money. know, it's weird they might say that because Blood on the Sand was actually a good video game. I don't think it had anything to do with making it, but... <laughs> The 50 Cent game, at least the second one, was actually good. And I'm not kidding you, it's actually a fun game. Never played it. It's good. Me neither. It's legit it a fun. fun game. Stellaris. It, yeah. Ah, yeah. You're embargoed on that, though. You can't talk about that yet, can you? I, is it, I thought it was only embargoed that I can't show Let's Plays, because I've seen people talking about it. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. You, you, you say whatever the hell you want. I know it's uh, streamable on the 5th, because I got my code yesterday. They're doing a huge multiplayer stream event right now. Really, are they? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, by was... all means, do talk about Stellaris then. I, I know that you can't do reviews until the 9th, but you can I won't can, say if it's good or bad, but I will say I've been playing. <laughs> Yeah, you are you are literally not allowed to give a critical I opinion. It says game. so in in the embargo because it's like that no will count opinion. as a review. I, w- I will say if you so the thing with Stellaris that people are curious about and I, is is it as complicated as all Paradox games? Because Paradox games are super like deep and complicated, and they're not yeah. known for their tutorials. And no, they are not. Stellaris is as deep and as complicated as all their other games, but I would consider it their most most approachable. And I've been thinking, why? Why is Stellaris more approachable than, like, CK2 or EU4? I think one of the reasons is, with Stellaris, unlike CK2 and EU4, you're not dropped into this middle of, like, an existing world. Where in EU4, you're like, all right, I'm going to play as this country. And you start at a very particular period of time. If you decide to play as England, 
you're you drop in you're like oh i'm in the middle of a war and i have these allies and these enemies and i need to like manage all of this shit all at once to even get going mm -hmm. where stellaris is like all right here's your solar system you've met you've met no aliens you've done nothing you're just you know just come into space you don't have to worry about alliances or, or rivalries and you can kind of slowly build your empire from the ground up and not and you kind of get introduced to all the mechanics of the game without having to worry about them all at once yeah, yeah. and uh that really helps bring it in, into uh new players i think laps and just teach them how deep and how complicated paradox games can really get as opposed to being like you're england good luck yeah <laughs> just drops you in the middle of it yeah i think uh, uh, does some familiarity with 4x space strategy games help you in this one I would say yes, but I'd say moreover, it's just familiarity with Paradox games. Oh, I'm super oh, fucked then, because I I haven't played any I, with any serious effort any Paradox Grand Strategy because they've just been too they, fucking daunting. It's in, yeah, it's weird because they have it's there are elements of EU4 and elements of CK2 all in this game and a bunch of new stuff that they've mm. done. Um, but there is there are like 4X elements that you've seen in other like space 4X games as well. But yeah. you know the Paradox twist on it. Uh, Does it, it have a decent tutorial, unlike all the others? So yeah, the way there's no straight up, there's just straight up no tutorial. What you do is you Great. start up a, a new game, and they have like a tutorial bot that's like, do you want me to explain things? As all you right, so it's basically Clippy Paradox version. Yeah, that's exactly. So you. It looks like you're things. trying to build the Galactic Empire. Would you like me to fuck off or explain <laughs> how to do this? Yeah, that's it. And so as you click on things, he'll pop up and he'll like. This is a VO for it, but like he'll. This is also a box you can read and right. explain what those okay. things do. But there's no like straight up. All right, let's build our first empire together. I mean, learn as you play is not terrible as long as it gives you enough information. I, I can't tell if it's the, if it's good or if it's just my knowledge from you know hundreds of hours in CK2 and EU4 carrying oh, no. over. Mm. So I have no idea. But uh, I can't say if it's good or bad. But I am going to say I'm playing more later. So, I, how's uh, the combat in that game? It's good. It's um. It's not like uh, in, in EU4, it's, what, you just have like your two little figures with numbers and you just see numbers flying around. Uh -huh. There's uh, you, Your fleet is actually represented. You see all of the ships in the fleet. They all move around in real time. But they have a number next to them representing their power. And you build your, you can build your own ships. So you can put your own custom weapon. You build your own like Corvette or Battlecruiser with their own different rank of weapons, depending on what you have researched. And the battle plays out. You can see the battle, but you don't have like any interaction over it outside oh, okay. of like, go attack them. And then they'll go and attack them. Okay. So one of the things I did see for this game was that they are super down for mod support. Oh yeah. Mm. All paradox I'm games. I'm waiting. Are, yeah. I'm waiting for the Star Wars mod. The Star Wars mod. Going to happen. Oh, I'm it's waiting gonna for the happen. Star Trek mod. Let's have that. Yeah, the Star Trek mod's what I want. Yep. <laughs> I am one billion D percent down for all of this shit. Like all the cool mods are going to be great. That's what's going to sell me on this game. Yeah, the mod support for all CK, like, uh, all Paradox games are great. The CK2 mod, that was a total conversion Game of Thrones mod for CK2. Yeah. And it was incredible. It was just so good. Um, yeah, I'd love to see a Star Wars, Star Trek, like, all that good stuff would be awesome. I know oh, somebody was talking about doing a complete conversion of the universe and putting, like, the EVE Online universe as, like, the universe. Yeah, sure. That'd be cool. This is, but it's, uh, I'm, I'm going to play more of it. All right, so okay. we so you like it, great, cool. All right, <laughs> great. I didn't say it. No, no, I'll say it for you. Thank You're you. Enjoying yourself. Um, yeah, no, it looks cool. It, I definitely, it's something that I want to check out. But yeah, I think it has that. I don't want to say 
real barrier of entry, but it has that like fear barrier. Like I look at it, I'm yeah. like, this may be too much for me. And it's I intimidating, even... right? Me too. There's yeah, so much even... going on. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. Uh, this is the one that I'm going to try and get into though. You know, I I didn't get into CK2. I tried. I just I I couldn't get over that wall. I'm going to try this one, and hopefully it'll work out. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's uh, it's interesting with some of the decisions they've made and like the aspects of CK2 that they brought over. Like uh, you can choose your races basically two, like if you, you can make your own race if you want. And you can choose like their two personality types. So they could be like fanatic capitalists and, uh, or like uh, um, there's like a fanatic pacifisms, uh, pacifists that I've seen. Uh, militaristic. <laughs> yeah, basically. Or Peace! like uh, mil militar <laughs> militaristic like democracy. This is all kind of, like, you know, America? I know, America, basically, but that, that <laughs> America, a democracy, that's cute. <laughs> also it's, it's true. America? But that affects how other AI empires will act and react towards one another. And it really kind of lends itself well to just having a different game every time you play, like drastically different game every cool. single time you play, which I, I love. Cool. Mm. Yeah. I want I like in. That. Oh, definitely. I yeah. mean, yeah. I, I, this will be a good tide over till Master of Orion actually finishes, because you know right now I probably wouldn't play Master of Orion because it's missing so many features and there's definitely some things that need changing. But yeah. this is going to be hopefully done by. Uh, I mean, you know, we've got the copies now. You know, the reviews are going to be out in six days, so yeah. that means I've got six days to learn the fucking thing. That's going to be fun. It's not going to be that bad. It's not like the other games, and I think the reason, like I said, is because you're just not dropped into hell. You know. Like the yeah. easiest way to start in CK2 was to just start as Ireland because they had the less the least shit happening during that year, and you could kind of like manage yourself a little bit better than uh, say dropping in as as like the Byzantine Empire. Ireland, yeah. they had the least shit happening <laughs> until half of them starved. <laughs> the it was fine. The yeah, until the the, the centuries of oppression from the English, it was fine. Yeah. Speaking of uh, space games, have you played Offworld Trading Company? Uh, yes. no. That good. game is pretty fucking cool. So one of the lead designers on Civ, uh, I think he's a fellow by the name of Sorensen, if I recall correctly. He, yeah, Soren uh, Johnson, sorry. Uh, Soren Johnson, who worked on Civ, uh, made a game with a company called Mohawk and with Stardock called Offworld Trading Company. It's been in early access for a while. It's now officially out. And I played a bit of it in early access and I've played a bunch of it uh, over the last two days and it's really cool because it's a completely unique type of real-time strategy game it's not got any combat in it whatsoever you fight with capitalism and dirty tricks and sabotage but mostly capitalism okay. so right. the whole idea is you're a company working on mars and there's a mars colony who needs your shit and is willing to give out claims of land in order to actually let you know, let you build on and you have a certain number of limited claims that you can place buildings on and when you do that you know you're it's like okay i found iron i'm gonna go mine some iron or i found some water i'm gonna fucking get some water and shit and you've got to build up what you need for your colony to subsist on itself but also to make a profit and every time you level up your hq base you get new claims which means you can place new buildings 
But the whole thing is a giant economy where the prices of things are constantly shifting. So there might be a shortage of food, so you can exploit that. Or there might be a surplus, so you can buy up a bunch and uh, put it in storage to use it later. If you want to make uh, material like glass and you don't have the, the raw materials to make it, you can buy those in. You've got to pay for power as well. You can take control of like the global energy market and stuff. And that's how you make your money. And then you can spend your money on basically buying out the other companies. The way that you win is by buying all the stock in all the opposing companies. So you okay. want to make, you want to get them into huge amounts of debt because you never, you can never run out of money in that game. You, you just go into debt and the more debt you have, the less your company is worth. So your stock value goes down, which makes it much easier for people to buy shares in you and then buy control of your company from you. But you also have the black market, which is a bunch of fucking sabotages. So I can send space pirates to go and intercept the trading ships of the enemy and shoot them down. Or I can steal, I can cause a mutiny, I can EMP an entire colony, I can fucking send a computer virus in to fuck with them. And this is all done in real time, and you can play it in multiplayer. And in multiplayer, it is the biggest galactic dickery simulator you can imagine. You have to be a complete piece of shit to everyone else who's playing. You it's have to, awesome. You literally have to hack the market <laughs> to manipulate the prices. If you see someone's go well, looking to make a bunch of money, like he's mining a bunch of steel and he wants to sell it off, crash the fucking market. Dump yep. all your steel to make sure his steel's worth shit. And then fucking disable all his power so his people fucking die. So he has to buy power from you. So he goes into debt so you can buy control and you can literally fucking buy his house from under him and he has Listen, to go man. homeless and his you're children can't go to college Whoa. anymore. And Listen, you're, no, you're not, you're not ruining their lives. You're coming in and saving them by buying them. And Absolutely. Them Save your no, capitalism you ho! You just told us your entire plan. You're ruining this person's life. <laughs> you have to ruin their lives. Like, the, all the life work of this company CEO, he put so much into it. He literally went to Mars to pursue his dream, and now you're ruining him. He has to live in a fucking cardboard box. That's the game. That's what you've got to wow. do. And that's a really cool spin on a strategy that doesn't involve building tanks to blow people up. It's yeah. like, you destroy a company through economic means, and that's the point of the game, and I fucking love it. There's a daily challenge you can play every day, which gives you a different scenario. Everyone plays the same map, and there's like a global leaderboard, so it's like a puzzle. You have to figure out the best way to beat that level in the least time possible, and with the most money by buying out your competition. So you've got to play against the AI. I played yesterday, so I had to do it like six or seven times to get it right. But when I figured it out, it was really satisfying. So there's a reason to go back and play a new game every day. And I said, the multiplayer is so fucking cutthroat. You know, yeah. it's really good. You never get bored. Like, there's always something to do in that game. You can always be you know, selling stuff, buying stuff, building new shit, waiting for the black market to open. There's auctions you can bid on for new claims and land and different, like, devices you can use against people. It's so unique and interesting, you know? And I'm really I'm really glad it came out and actually ended up being good. So I'm really digging off-world trading company right now. It's, I think we should we should get together, do a game, because I think by the end of it, we'll fucking hate each other. I'm It'll so be great. in. Yeah, it's supposed to be six players. You're just constantly so. trying to sever yeah, all of wow. your friendships. I know, man. That's why we're strengthening your bond. You won't come man. and play Secret Hitler with me, so I can ruin our friendship even more. So we're gonna have to try something else. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair. I just love games where you could just be a colossal dick to your friends. It's wonderful. <laughs> I got the game for you. It's called Game of Thrones, the board game. Oh yeah, yeah. We we need to play that. We tried to play that at DragonCon. It never worked. I know how to play it. I know. Yeah. How to Look, it's next time. Studying. What's the yeah, next event it. we're going to? Pax Prime, probably? Yeah. We've got to set here. aside a day to just play Game of Thrones Unless and board games. Unless y'all want to come to Anime Expo. I don't. No. 
Although, no. actually, I, I think I'm going to be... Uh, Jen... No, we are going. Jen's going. I'm not going with her. I'm just going to maybe go and hang out with Jesse or whatever, because I assume Jesse is not going there. But I no. might be coming to LA for my birthday, which is around Anime Expo, so I'm not oh. going to go to Anime Expo at all. And Jen's going to go to Anime Expo. She can go with you, and we can go chill and say how dumb you are while you oh. are out of earshot. <laughs> that's, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. That sounds like fun. And then we could play Game of Thrones the board game and fucking despise each other. Perfect. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, be in LA. LA. Yeah. Yeah. LA. Coming. Awesome. <laughs> I'll be there for E3. I have it. I'm, I'm, she has it. She's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going to E3, I don't think. I, E3 oh. is a giant. E3 is a I'm pain in the ass, and you know it. I'm over it. It's okay for you, Jesse, because you live in LA, but like even I getting a whole experience it once in my life. I've experienced it once and it was shit. I'm not going yeah, again. Man. All I, I know is I'm super excited because a month ago, uh, Bethesda was like, you should totally come to our, our press event. I'm like, yeah, whatever. All right, sure. <laughs> and now it's this honor too. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, oh can't wait for that. I'm so excited for that. Dishonored 2, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that too. You're going to miss out, man. Good. Uh, the one reason that uh, me and Jen hate E3 is the last time we went, I think it was in 2012, and we got really, really shitty coverage. Like, we were a bit smaller back then, and people weren't giving us, like, rights to do anything. So we got, like, coverage of games that was for, sort of minor and didn't really matter and wasn't very good anyway. And the one thing that Jen is never going to forget is she went up to the Perfect World booth, and they were demonstrating Neverwinter. So, like, okay, you know, we, did, we were one of the biggest MMO channels for a long time with WoW, you know, and... People know who we are, so, like, can we get hands on? We're never winning, all that kind of thing. So she goes up with our business card and speaks to the um, the girl at the front desk. And she says, well, we've got no appointments right now, but we might have some tomorrow. Can you give us, uh, why don't you give us your business card? And we'll, we'll get back to you. And she's like, okay. And she turns around and walks and just happens to look over her shoulder because she thought she forgot something. She sees <gasps> the girl at the desk throwing the business card into the trash. Oh, God. What a bitch. Yep. Wow. Yep. So wow. since then, we've been like, "Fuck everything about it's... you." Wow. Uh, what game? Was, what game was that? Neverwinter. Oh, how that... did that work out? Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, mm, mm. not that well. I, I so I'm told. Yeah. Turns it's out weird. maybe getting some coverage might be good. Jackasses. Yeah, wow. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so strange. Strange how weird that, how that went for them. Well, yeah. I don't. I... Fortunately, I don't go to E3 with the attitude of like, I need to get some cover. I need footage. I'm like, <laughs> I want to play your fucking games. And then I just complain on Twitter as I wait in lines with everyone else. So yeah, that's, to me, what like, that's the only reason to go <laughs> to E3. That's what I'm probably doing as well. E3 yeah. went out of their way to like invite streamers and YouTubers this year. Oh like, yeah, I got, I got a I direct invite from them. Yeah, I, I got one too. There are companies now that are like, hey, did you know that you can go? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm aware. I've been... Yeah. I, I already signed up in December. So well, they, they let you go as media now as a YouTube channel if you can, like, show the evidence that you, like, work for that company. It used to be that YouTube didn't count as media. So I think the last time we went, we had to get in under uh, Polaris, and they basically had to just lie to get us in. Yeah. But the weird thing about that is, like, they wouldn't let YouTubers in a few years ago, but they'd let in literally any schmuck that worked at GameStop. <laughs> like, anyone that worked at GameStop could go to E3. quit that job when I do. Oh. Yeah. Fuck, but, fuck. but you got two million subs watching games? No, we don't want you. We want I fucking want store out, clerks. I want to point out, and I don't know how many people know this, there is a secret GameStop E3 that is held every summer yep. in Anaheim. Yep. It is always there, and literally no one goes. The last day is open to the public, and it's just like E3. 
but with like maybe 30 people there. And it's wow, huge really? event. And so you can just walk around and do whatever. Seriously? They- yeah. Last okay. year, uh, Andy Joe and I went, and we just were like, what the shit? <laughs> this is crazy. Yes, I know. I know Clue it existed. And it's literally like a, an event for GameStop in order to like get them to stock the shelves with games, with, with yeah. like these companies' games. And so the last day, they just open it up to the public, huh. and no huh. one it's it's you can just walk up and play every game and it's Crazy. just like e3 where everyone's trying to like hey come on over and there's girls everywhere well, get- and like <laughs> they, they, still, they still do booth babes at e3 don't they which to me is like ridiculous really? is, i think they still oh, do yeah. i think the last oh, time yeah. i went there were booth babes there. i'm like this is weird like can you not what's really creepy about it is not necessarily that there are booth babes there it's that the people that creep on them are always the guys oh. in the business suits in like their late fifties who only came there to it's figure a out combo what. Yeah. Of like, the two things, yeah. So weird. Yeah. Hey, I make a lot of money. I am businessman. I am yeah. businessman. I literally know I nothing about this game. And yeah. I like your butt. Yeah, it's <laughs> the like, schmoozers. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's the problem with it. I love going into like the E3 like media areas and being the only dude not in a suit, and I sit down like the bar like, yo, what up? <laughs> and everyone's just like yeah. <laughs> it's so good i nothing feels better than being the one who's like y'all taking this too fucking seriously <laughs> yeah, yeah. Media, jesse don't you understand so ridiculous. they're super important they, they they run a company that no one's ever heard of that's I super mean, influential even at the parties no matter how chill they oh, try God. to make the party feel the parties are always filled with people like the what do you do Oh, interesting. You know, I've started a business. Hold on, let me get my card. And I'm like, no, please. He's <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I make please videos don't. on the internet. Just, just I'm going to take my drink and bye. Have a good night. It was E3 a few years ago where literally with the lead designer of the planet of Planet Side 2, we could not get into the Planet Side 2 party because they filled it with people who had no idea what the game was and were just businessmen. So I'm like, fuck it, we're going to go drink at the hotel bar. This is much better. That's what I would do. That's what yeah. I want to do every night. Again, parties are shit. Like, seriously, yes. parties are shit. Come play board games and watch Donkey. That's the way to go. It's <laughs> all we do. My first E3, the party I went to was the Oscast party where a girl hit on me for three and a half oh hours. Oh my God. Was- <laughs> That's awesome. She thought it was time and it was like, do you want a girlfriend? Sort of like rubbing herself and I'm like, you. <laughs> it was good. And Simon's in the corner just dying, watching it all go down. I'm like, yeah, I'm Simon of the Yogg's cast. <laughs> you're you're suspiciously was... lacking your accent. This is strange. Oh, no, it was just some girl who was hired to be no, there. They don't yeah. know. They, yeah, There's... these girls had no idea who they were no. at all. They literally hired people like, to do right, I totally am that guy. <laughs> yeah, it oh was like God. me sitting with Simon off in the corner, and Simon was like, well... This is a thing, huh? And I was like, yep. And then there's Jesse over there just like, yes, I am Simon of the Yogg's cast. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. This girl's like, you're cute. I'm like, I am very cute. Simon of the Yogg's cast. <laughs> I am Simon of Yogg's cast, third of his name. Oh, yeah. It was very obvious somewhere someone was like, they have money. Yeah. He's like, yeah. so. And I'm like, hello. Yes. How are you? And then <laughs> Gerard like, pushed like, Aaron Hansen into the pool. That's right. And they, got in trouble and they almost got kicked out. <laughs> yes. oh, Jesus. As you can see, we're very serious games media types. Yeah, so we love parties. Holy shit. That was legit the first major thing I did in LA ever was that yeah. party. And I got, that's right. The scene. The first time I realized you're all a mess. We're all bad people. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yep. Oh, we're horrible. <laughs> no doubt. Absolutely no doubt about that. Just yep. terrible. 
Well, if you do decide to come to E3 TB, I'm gonna I'm dragging NL to it too. It'll be his first. So. Oh my god, no! It'll be great. No, that's a reason not to go. We play magic all day. <laughs> you see, you see how bad you are. See, you are the worst. You're all the worst. You're like force. Force is like you want to do a magic draft. It's like no, I don't. No, oh, come on, that was fun. I magic no. drafted with force at uh, PAX. It was awesome. Who the hell would want to play magic with force? That sounds like the worst thing ah. ever. Oof. Why? Because he's too serious about everything. He is force <laughs> strategy gaming. He's all about that strategy. Yeah, like, strats, though. Indeed, those mad strats. You could go get a drink and come back and he'd still be plotting. You could, <laughs> go, to the bathroom, you could go make a phone call, come back, and he's still like, I don't know which card to pick yet. Hmm. He's the well, kind he of person that owns me. more deck protectors than he does cards. He's that he guy. He crushed me in the draft. He's like, I just threw this deck together. Of course like, he did. too much synergy in your deck <laughs> for this to be like, thrown together. I'm like, everything That force strategy gaming, it's too much. destroyed me. Oh, dear. It's his uh, blessing and his curse. Indeed. <laughs> he will never escape. It He's he's off the uh, division gravy train now, so he's got to actually play real video games again. Damn. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he he's like, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh man. Oh, well. uh, all right, let's let's do a few more video games. What else has been? Ever, uh, I mean, I played a bit more Battlefield Gothic. I tried the campaign. The campaign is the most metal fucking thing ever. You know how like Warhammer yeah. forty thousand is really fucking metal and British uh -huh. in every yeah. way. This is like there. Every single name of every person in this is the most metal. Like, I am Lord Admiral Ravensburg, and I will help you defend the Gothic sector in the name of the Emperor of Mankind. We must purge the heretics and the Xenos. The Xenos filth must be destroyed. Capture the Hand of Midnight, and then annihilate Abaddon the Despoiler. This Go, is a dauntless like light cruiser. It's like... Israel. Of bis go. <laughs> it's like this guy just will not stop. Like this is your other dauntless light cruiser. It's like yes, this is the most metal fucking thing in the universe. I just want to build <laughs> ships with you forever. It's yeah, it, it, the campaign's really good. It's like really well themed to Warhammer Forty Thousand. It's cheesy as shit. It's got all the great voice acting. You're literally tortured after the first level because you failed. It's like we need to test your loyalty to the Emperor. No. <laughs> it's like yes. Please. Then you get promoted for Admiral because you survived the torture. So it's like yes, here we go. We're gonna. And then you execute your fellow captain because he tries to run away. It's like we must flee the battle, captain. It's like. Kill this heretic! It's just, and then he's like, Lieutenants, you are now the new captain. It's like, yes, Commander! <laughs> just, you, you bet your patootie I am. Yeah, absolutely! Please don't kill me with a bolt gun! It's, uh, yeah. Whatever you say, sir, I'm, we, let's do it. This heresy cannot stand! <laughs> Can we please, look, uh, anyone out there wants to animate this, can we have a scene <laughs> where... TB is doing his captain spiel, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm out of here, and I run away, and TB kills me, and, and he's like, you're promoted, and goes and dodges you. Dodger, it's like, yes, Admiral. <laughs> like, yes, he patootie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yes, he patootie, is that low gothic? I'm not sure. <laughs> it sure is, it sure is, Captain Sir. She speaks in low gothic, I'm not sure if I can trust her. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, it's one of those rattlings I, from the core I world. I studied it in the universities. The, oh, the university of what? I'm excited to be here, sir. The you university of heresy? No, uh, uh. <laughs> Whatever you say, boss. I'm just here to help. <laughs> the sure happiest was. imperial you officer ever. See, you bet your bottom britches. 
Meanwhile, while all this is going on, my blood is slowly pulling up. <laughs> Clean that up. Whatever you say, sir. Can't wait. Let me get Feed his body to the mighty Mechanicus Forges so they may power our latest inventions. Sure thing. <laughs> the adventures of happiest Imperial <laughs> captain ever. <laughs> In a world full of misery that knows only war, this woman is inexplicably happy about it. I'm so excited. <laughs> 5,000 people just died. A dauntless light cruiser exploded. How do you feel? You know, sometimes things can get you down, but really, friendship is what truly matters. The core worlds have been annihilated by Abaddon the Despoiler's Hand of Midnight. What will you do? I'm sure he's just misunderstood. You know, maybe he just needs a hug. Entities of the warp are spilling forth into the material realm, devouring the souls of the innocent. How do you feel about this? You know, sometimes you just need to sit and have yourself a nice steaming cup of tea, and that way everything will look a bit better. There's you like are a, a fucking heretic. <laughs> There's a dog, like, gnawing on my body during this entire scene. <laughs> and you just, you just keep glancing over as I get more and more things come to, like, rip me apart as my dead body is, like, dragged off. And you're like, can't wait! Super excited, sir! <laughs> Delicious heresy. <laughs> it's like you brought anime to the fucking world of 40k, and the 40k world just tried to get away as quickly as possible. Yeah. No, yeah, that's the best part of that animation is you're all drawn like 40k characters, so she's an anime, anime girl. character. <laughs> fucking magical girls. Like, go away. I'm exactly the same, but my eyes are just giant anime eyes. Are you a member of the Sisters of Battle? Why aren't you in regulation power armor? Probably. Say <laughs> this magic phrase for me and see if you turn into a magic girl first. Magical girl? That sounds like sorcery. You know what sorcery is, right? Heresy! She's a witch! Burn her! <laughs> she At gets dragged end. off. <laughs> she end, will be one of the thousand up. fed to the emperor every day. She's Worship the golden the throne. Oh mm -hmm. my god. Yeah, Battlefield Gothic's pretty great. You should probably get it. Right. <laughs> uh, anyone else played anything else pr pretty cool this week? Uh... Most of my life, honestly, has been Diablo and Dreadnought. Sure. Dreadnought yeah, Dreadnought good. mostly for me and Stellaris. Dreadnought's been bothering me because the servers aren't ever up at the right time. It's like, I'm gonna play some Dreadnought, and then the servers are down. Like, oh, fuck. No, you're not! It's like, no, I'm not gonna do that, I guess. I'm playing something else. So th I that finished. Brilliant. I don't say I finished. I got a thousand and no one gives a shit, but I got a thousand and one percent in Isaac, so... How does that even happen? How I don't does... even understand how that percentage works. That doesn't make sense. Basically, I got I, I beat every boss with every character and have gotten every item. Jesus Christ! You're monster. But have you beaten Gungeon yet? <laughs> no, I. You see, you I still haven't. Been... Nobody's beaten Gungeon. I swear, like there's no there's no person on the planet that's beaten that game yet. I got bored no of Gungeon, oddly enough. You got bored of Gungeon and yet you played that much Isaac. That I, I can't <laughs> fathom that. Why? It's... What do you think the difference between the two games is that's like made that? I've been trying to figure that out, too, because I also enjoy Isaac more than I enjoy Gungeon. Really? For so me, with, with Gungeon, it's it's the twit. So, with Isaac, there's a lot more decision and strategy involved. Okay. What items you're going to keep, what you're going to reroll. Are you going to take that item, which it could fuck your synergy. Um, maybe I'll take this item, it could do this. It's a lot of just, like, deciding and thinking involved in Isaac that can okay. make it run good or bad. With Gungeon, it's like, here's the guns you're going to get. There's really no choice. It's all the Twitch-based gameplay. And because I don't have that level of like, okay, skill? well, yeah, well, skill, yeah, talent. I, I can get to like the fifth floor and I just die in Gungeon because I don't get to have that level of like, am I gonna reroll this item? Am I gonna take this gun? Guns don't really work with one another 
that level of thinking I prefer hmm. in, in a game like this than something like Gungeon where it's more Twitch based. I right. love the way that things stack in Isaac. Yeah. I think that it's really satisfying to just like have tons of items that all stack on top of each other instead of swapping between yep. stuff. Yeah, that's exactly it. And you and like in Gungeon, like I said, you don't get you don't get to make decisions. You get the guns they give you. Good then that's all you have. You can't tailor it in some way. At least with Isaac playing the character of Isaac who gets the D6, where every six rooms he can use the D6 to re-roll one of the items into a different one where you have some sort of control over it. That doesn't really exist in Gungeon, at least not that I've seen. Uh, Gungeon, you just get yeah. what you get. I mean, it's either that you, you buy some of the, you can buy things at the store, obviously, but you, you don't get a lot of currency, so it's difficult to really get a lot of stuff like that. And again, Gungeon has run into problems where you just don't get it. Like, if you don't get a gun in the first level, the first it's boss fun. is just tedious yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Um, I think they've gone some way to dealing with that, and they realize what the complaints are, but what's interesting to note is that Gungeon for a couple of weeks was, like, just trouncing Isaac in terms of, like, concurrent players, but now Isaac has slipped ahead of it again. Like, people have gone back to Isaac, I think, after mm -hmm. having their Gungeon fill of Gungeon. Gungeon go, go back. Yeah. I've, I've, it's, Gungeon was fun. I did, I played a few, like, a good chunk of hours. I think I have, in Gungeon, I have 13 hours. And then I just, it made me want to go back to Isaac. And I already have like 350 hours in Isaac. I'm like, I want to play more Isaac. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'm pretty sure like Northern Lion's still playing a lot of Gungeon. He was streaming with Rockley Smile, I think, uh, a couple of days ago when he was playing uh, more Gungeon. So he's obviously still into he it. He likes it a lot. Yeah. And it's, um, it, it, it's a good game. I, I definitely it think it has problems. I, I, I like it more than I like Isaac. I, and I think it's for the exact opposite reasons that you... Yeah. Or indeed, the same reason that you don't like it is the same reason that I do like it. Like, yeah. I, you know, I find the Isaac combat to be tedious and repetitive, and mm. it comes down to the items you have. Whereas with Gungeon, it's like, I know this is Twitch-based, and I know even with the shittiest gun, I can prevail because I'm like good at dodging or whatever, or I play it well. And I know that when I lose, it was my fault, not because I just got screwed over by RNG and the items that I got. So like, that is the reason I like Gungeon, where it's, that's the reason you dislike Gungeon, I think. Right. Yeah. Which is interesting how that how that works out, but hey, it's, there you go. Uh, so, like you said, though, it's still a good game. I enjoyed my time with it a lot. It's yeah. well worth picking up. I, yeah. Another thing, I wish I got my money's worth out of it. No more, doubt. More keys. I would love keys and gungeons to drop. More keys to unlock chests and not have to leave a chest behind. Oh god, there's nothing worse than that. It's like, oh god, I've got to shoot this chest that it probably won't give me shit because I shot the chest, so it's just going to give me uh, you know a piece of garbage that won't do anything. Yeah. Now, the collection of items in that game is the most fun, and that game does like to stop you from doing that. It's like, yeah, hey, you got a chest, but you got no keys. Fuck you. Like, oh, yep. god damn it, really? And then I go to the shop, and that doesn't have a key to buy either. I'm like, god, what the fuck? Yeah. So there is th th that, that is an issue. Just, like, more key drops, more gun drops, more stuff. Make more, each run, like, busier and more fun, I think, is the way to go with that. And like, you can kind of mitigate it with, like, the pilot, where he has, I think it's the pilot, he has a lockpick. But the problem with, with that is if the lockpick doesn't work, you can't even, you can't open the chest ever. Like just I have never had the lockpick work, ever. It, it has can never fail. Supposedly it's, it's worked 50, for me. 50, but uh, yeah, it is. I've had it work nah. less than it's worked for me. And it, 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 the fact that it's like, well, okay, I can use a lockpick or it jams it completely. Now I can't even use a key to open it. I didn't like that either. I'm like, why can't yeah. I just try and use a lockpick first? At least the strength of the pilot will be like, okay, maybe I can just stockpile keys uh mm. with them but no they don't they just jam no. it completely it's almost like unnecessary punishment for things that weren't your fault you know and I, I think that's a thing that happens a lot with roguelites these days because mm -hmm. roguelite is definitely 
uh, if it's even a genre, you know, I, I think it's just a, it's it's a tag, you know, it's something that you can yeah. apply to an existing game. It's a set of mechanics and principles that will go into a different genre. But there are so many games that are coming out with those elements now, and uh, they seem to think, oh, well, you've got to make the game punishing as fuck, because otherwise people won't like it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think that's necessarily true. I think there's definitely room to not completely destroy everybody that plays your game and yeah. fuck with you in ways. As like when I was uh, playing Necropolis at, um, uh, at uh, PAX, and I drank that potion that paralyzed me in the middle of a pack of mobs and killed me, and my character was then permanently dead. I'm like, you know what? I could have done without that happening. You know? What do you think of that, by the way, of Necropolis? I, I think it's got its moments, but I think it, it needs to be fleshed out. Because yeah, this is the issue that I've got with a lot of these like roguelike games. Now. Like, oh, it's got procedurally generated levels, as if that's a selling point. And it is in a way, but if there's nothing different in any of the levels, then... Because I, I thought the same... And this is obviously just the demo, so it may not be in uh, the case in the final game, but I fought the same fucking mobs every time, got the yeah. same weapons. As like, yeah. well, the level's different, but if it's filled with the same shit, then it doesn't matter that the level was different. Yep. And that's actually the same with Gungeon as well. So it's got different... Yeah, but you fight the same mobs on every level. And, you know, that's the does the procedural generation really help? I don't necessarily think it does. I think I'd, I actually would prefer handcrafted rooms as opposed yeah, to too. that. The, the Necropolis combat to me also didn't feel really particularly that good. It just, it might be because I'm playing a ton of Dark Souls and it's basically the same scheme. The pro you're never going to get, like, it, it, it's Dark Souls combat is that well polished that comparing it is so unfair they, to the game. They go, like, I, and I agree, it's definitely unfair, but they're still using the same kind of style. You know, they're using the same control scheme, it's the same style, it's kinda. supposed to be super punishing, super hard. But one of the things like they... the 3D Zeldas to me, like just block and attack back. I mean, yeah, cool. It's got the counter and everything, but but there's no like poise breaking. No, there is no poise. Is... No, and I wish there was because they swarm you with enemies a lot, especially in the arena where I got to the arena in the Necropolis demo. I don't know uh, if you did. Yeah, but... did you die to a bomb immediately? Because I did. No, I just got I got overwhelmed yeah. by, by a ton of enemies. I don't know. I just didn't feel. I don't know. I I just it didn't feel super great, and it felt a little bit. Uh, it didn't feel as responsive as I'd liked it to be. It felt a little delayed from my button inputs uh, to actually seeing what was happening on screen. I don't know. It just didn't Is it, feel... Isn't great. Poise also not working in Dark Souls 3 right now? Yeah, there... It's, it's, no, apparently it's, it's oh, actually, nothing yeah, right I now. I I heard Sam say something about that. Well, I know multiplayer is super borked because people are still like... Getting... Oh, that cheating shit? Yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to. I'm gonna get onto that in the news section because, frankly, the statement that they made about like uh, be careful Western about taking gamers. candy from streamers, stream as uh, strangers, makes me want to push them down a well. But <laughs> I, I, don't know, I think Necropolis like it's got potential. I liked what I played of it, and I definitely like the sense of humor. I didn't mind the combat system so much. I thought it just reminded me more of Zelda than it did of Dark Souls, really. Uh, and it was fine, but. I, I just, I need to see more from that game. I need to see more classes, more weapon types, more combat variety. And again, it was just a demo. I don't know what's going to be in the yeah, final Yeah, it's game, hard but... to judge it on just a demo, but yeah. I wasn't but... impressed with it. We talked about this last time, but I think that it's going to take a while for them to figure out how to implement other classes, if they're going to implement other classes because of the whole system of like, you kill a thing and it drops a weapon. Drops its weapon, only, yeah. So yeah, if you can't if use certain it. certain classes can use certain weapons. Yeah. They don't have a whole lot of time though, because their launch date is this summer. Yeah, they don't have a lot of time. That, that's what my concern about it, is that it comes out in a way that won't keep people playing it, because it, you know, it only has one class and you're playing sword and board or bust, basically, because that's really all you can do. 
It, and and then if it comes out too close to Dark Souls, people are going to compare it to Dark Souls, even though it's not the same game, and it's not going to yeah. compare favorably because Dark Souls has a good amount of money behind it now, and it's a very experienced team. Yeah. You know, whereas this is a new IP, so you know, I I I think it's a it's almost like the Lords of the Fallen situation, except they deliberately went out of their way to clone Dark Souls and didn't manage it, whereas Necropolis yeah. didn't, and you know, because Necropolis really is just a three D roguelite. A dungeon crawler it's, it's not, not dark souls it's at not all. dark souls right. at all but it's going to get compared to that because that's apparently if it's got hard combat then it's dark souls now so you know what are you can do yeah 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 i hear you yep a lot, a lot of games coming out like that maybe are just not quite it's like the game i played yesterday 8-bit armies I saw that at PAX, and I was like, I don't, it doesn't look at all that interesting to me. It's like a RTS, right? And I was just like, okay. It's literally Command & Conquer, and it's by some of the people that right. did it. And But they, it's not an 8-bit graphics style. I don't know why they called it 8-bit, because no 8-bit game looks like, It looks like Crossy Road, basically. That's the best way to describe it, and that is not 8-bit. Is it pixel art? Because that's why they call it 8-bit. It's not pixel art. It's like <laughs> a fake voxels. You oh, know? all right. That's not 8-bit. Oh, no come on now. Minecraft's 8-bit. Yeah, it look, it's a bit Minecrafty. It's a bit um, Crossy Road for the most part. I don't know what they call that art style now, but there's a lot of games doing the Crossy Road, road thing. But the game's fine. Like, it, it plays like Command & Conquer. It's snappy. It's responsive. It's got great music. But it only has one fucking faction. Like, there's only one army to choose. And that army hmm. is boring. Like, the army has guy with machine gun, guy with rocket launcher, tank, armored car, Blah, blah, blah. There's not a single interesting unit. You remember fucking Command and Conquer with mammoth tanks and hand and nod and all that Slow shit? Troopers, red alert, red alert. Fuck but. yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, all that good stuff, you know, apocalypse tanks and Kirov airships. And there's not a single thing like that. Apparently, they're implementing factions going forward. Like, the next faction is probably going to be a magic faction where you literally have wizards and shit fighting tanks. That sounds great, but it's not yeah. in the game right now. Is the game out? Yes, it's out. It's, oh, it's really? not even an early access. It's out. It's like, why the fuck did you release it with one faction then? That if you say you're going to bring in a wizard gosh. faction and your game's going to be really weird and crazy, then why didn't you wait until yeah. that was ready? Yeah. Hey, it's 50 out right now. Very positive Steam reviews, apparently, but... Well, I mean, like, if it only has one faction, what's the longevity of the game? I, that's my concern about it. Like, I don't think by the time the second faction comes out, anyone's going to still be playing that game. Which That's sucks, because, like, it's weird. it's good. Like, it's a good Command & Conquer clone. It plays well. But I'm just, I'm fearful for the game's future, because they launched it so early. And didn't hmm. even put it in early access. They just put it out. I'm like, really? Why would you, why would you rush it? I mean, I guess they needed money. That'd be the only thing I could think of is they yeah, desperately really need the only reason. Yeah. It's a shame because that sounds that sounds cool being able to play magic users against like an, a you know modern day army or something. Yeah, because they want they want to make it just crazy and not really and uh, not well, serious is, at yeah, all. It looks silly in general. Yeah, it does. You know, the graphic style is very uh, you know very uh, childish, I guess, but it looks good. You know, the problem is that. Again, you've only got one faction. You don't have your wizard yeah. faction or your dragon faction or your other crazy-ass space faction or whatever. Release with those and people would care. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's a shame. Because I'm, I mean, I haven't played a really super good RTS in a while. No. No. That, there's, there's been a couple of attempts. They haven't really been great. Anyone else played anything else this week? Or are we going to go to break? Nope. Okay, cool. We're going to break. And when we come back, we will talk a little bit about various things, including this whole Dark Souls thing. 
I do need to go and look up because I heard that it was actually a mistranslation and they never actually said that and people just blew it up out of nowhere. So, during the break, we've got to find out whether or not they actually said and actually blamed the uh, the users of the game for the cheating or whatever, or if that's complete bullshit. We'll find out during the break. We'll be right back, folks. Don't want... Go, I'm not just going to work on this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast for the final 50 or so minutes of the show. So let's dive right into the news, shall we? So currently some shenanigans going on with Dark Souls that are not good, not at all. So some of you may be aware that Dark Souls on PC right now has a massive cheating problem. Huge cheating problem. So what's basically happened is the developers of the game from software put a system in place which allows for automatic detection of hacked items and it soft bans people for doing so. Problem is, someone figured out a method of getting hacked stats and hacked items to another player by joining their game without getting themselves detected. So it's possible for them to come into a game, give a hacked item to somebody, or indeed change their stats in some way and get them banned without getting themselves banned. Mm. So needless to say, some wastes of human flesh have been spending their time all weekend doing this. Getting other people banned. Yeah. Because it's fun. Because it's so fun to ruin lives. Yeah. Basically, a bunch of teenage edgelords have been doing that. And unfortunately, uh, the way that uh, Bandai Namco have responded to this has not exactly been great. So they put out a statement on their support knowledge base in regards to the so-called invalid game data warning message, which is uh, what happens when you get your account exploited in some way so that the data doesn't match up to what the server thinks it should be, and that results in a soft ban. Now, the problem is they claim, they claim anyway, and this is part of, this is a direct quote from the article, due to the apparent risk of taking candy from strangers... It's recommended that players should always back up their save data to an online service such as Cloud Saves or a direct backup of the save file to a separate folder and directory. This would allow any players who end up receiving hacked items and equipment unknowingly from an online player the ability to restore their original game data from the cloud or separate backed up game data. Which is not a, we are going to fix the hacking problem. This is a, oh, you shouldn't be taking items from people you don't know. It's kind of your fault. Right. Maybe not the best way to address that. You know, yeah, I know yeah. your game's got a reputation of being hard and all, but there's hard and, oh, this game is really difficult because apparently you can get soft banned. Yeah, that's that's a great <laughs> addition of difficulty. It's Thanks. part of the difficulty, TV. Don't yeah, you understand? Duh. Oh, you just need to get good, obviously. I also, I also heard that, like like you said, that uh, people are invading and just hitting you, and once they hit you, they change all your stats. Yes. And they so well, to, like, well you just have to avoid all the hits. You just have to get good, obviously. Get good? What the Fuck, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it, there's, there's various different ways of doing it. It's not just an item. You can do it in different ways. Uh, so not only does the article not on the knowledge base not actually address the problem, because it doesn't seem to understand that there are other ways to do it, but it's also like blaming the person who got hacked, the, you know, literally engaging in victim blaming and not saying, oh, there's a solution. You know what's really annoying as well? Yeah, they say, oh, use an online cloud service system. You know, you know what uh, has cloud saves? Steam. You know what game doesn't have cloud saves? Dark Souls Three. Like that, it's not <laughs> it's part not of the game. Thing. So you literally have to sign up to a cloud service system and find out where the save files are. Bear in mind, by the way, I think like game auto saves like once every four fucking seconds. Yeah, so tough. it can yeah, be, and it's to stop you from uh, scumming the game. You know, you die and then you could immediately quit out, right. and come back, and not have that. So 
doing those backups is tricky. And not I'm not going to pay for a cloud service to fix the problem that's in your game. Fuck mm -hmm. you. You kidding me? Not only that, but like this Dark Souls iteration was supposed to be the one that focused the most on multiplayer. Yes. And really encouraged people to invade each other and, you know, join different covenants. Co-op and, and things like that, that. yeah. You are constantly running into people you don't know. It's supposed to be one of the major mechanics of this game is interacting yeah. with people who invade or help you out. So what? We're supposed to just, like, not do that? Yeah. <laughs> Even though that's one of the core aspects of your game? like It's please. the only way to protect yourself is stay offline. And apparently, like, deleting that save file won't help anyway. So the article's bullshit. It's like, you, you, why? And the thing is, uh, there's also been claims that these hacks have actually existed since Dark Souls 1, and they've made no effort at all to fix them. They haven't been the the best when it came when it comes to just the PC versions of the game and, and fixing the problems. Well, no, I mean, we you know, know what Dark Souls One had that the worst, the one of the worst ports of all time. Yeah, Dark Souls but they don't 1, they yeah. don't go out of their way to fix it. And this is, I, I as far as I understand, this is a very much a PC centric problem. It's not happening on consoles that much, if at all. Uh, and they're just they're just like, man, just fucking fix it yourself. Mm. Like, and you're right. No. The, the PvP is a huge aspect of Dark Souls Three. I mean, it's, I've been doing PvP for the, almost the entirety of my, of my playthrough, and it's mm. been really, really fun. I've been lucky enough to not have a hacker hit me yet, but I, it makes me scared and nervous to ember up and and be invaded. Like Sam and I played Dark Souls One together not too long ago, and there's a major, major hacking problem in that game. But you could say, well, it's older. They're working on the third one. Like I get it. They're not going to keep up with. Sure. You know, fixing hackers Makes in that sense. game. Yeah. This is a brand new game. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, at least act like you're going to try to do something more than give us a temporary workaround. It makes no sense. Yeah. And it should be something that, that should be addressed pretty much immediately. Especially when, like, you have no control over it. I, what could... what? Is there something they could have said? Like, could they literally have just said, like, we're actively trying to fix it and not cause well, a new shitstorm? Yeah. How about that exactly? Like, we're working on A better on PR it. statement. Yeah. Something <laughs> that indicates they actually give two shits about it would be good. Yeah. Even when companies lie, they say, like, we're looking into it. Like, <laughs> this is... <laughs> PR 101. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working mean, it, on it. There's certainly it's, it, hacking is becoming a fairly large problem in a lot of these games. Uh, apparently, the division has had huge cheating problems lately as well. So... Oh my god! Yeah, on uh, live stream fails. There's a clip of the community manager streaming the game and just getting slammered by this guy, and everybody was like, "Yeah, maybe now you believe us." There's a uh -huh. huge cheating problem in this game. Huge issue with it. Game, I guess, has just been overrun with hackers or script kids i mean it is unfortunately one of the disadvantages of pc that it's easier to cheat on pc it's not impossible to hack on other machines it's just a lot harder you know i remember my good old fantasy star online character on dreamcast getting wiped by a very similar hack to this uh but unfortunately you know it is a lot easier to do now on a pc so you are running the risk of that and the main problem i think is that we've moved away from the culture of being able to own your own server which is a great way of avoiding this hacking problem entirely, is to just have a server with people you trust. But now that it's all match-made, you can't keep these people out of your game. Right. For what game? 
any game. All games. Well, Dark Souls 3 has a, a private system now. Do, yeah, but it doesn't help because you can be invaded by literally anybody. The private yeah. system is just to invite your own co-op partners in, yeah. right? So that, yeah. yeah, you can you still can be invaded. Mm-hmm. And That's it's the true. invaders that fuck you up. So, I mean, I guess yeah, because probably otherwise it would it would lose the whole impact. The whole point, yeah. Of invading, yeah. Yeah, because the whole point is that you can be invaded by anyone at any time, and that's the yeah. risk, which is a you cool feature invade, of the game. You can't invade people who don't want to be invaded. <laughs> oh, okay, that's cool. And it's like, well, there is a system like that. It's called Play Offline. Yeah, you know, play and then you don't have the problem. Exactly. Uh, so that's not really an issue. But we used to have, we didn't used to have this problem. You know, if we had someone who was hacking on a server, it's like, oh, this is our server. We're just going to kick you the fuck off. Fuck you. You know, oh, we're not never going to give you the password to begin with, and we're just going to play with people we trust. Yeah. And these days, there are so few games coming out where you can set up your own community server that you're stuck with whatever. You have to rely on their anti-cheat, you know? And I never know if their anti-cheat's any good, and most of the time, apparently, it's not. Yeah, what winds up happening most of the time is you have to wait around for somebody else who really cares to make something that helps you keep out hackers, which sucks. Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, there, there is a little thing called PvP Watch I think you can get, which has been around since Dark Souls 1, which will help you, but it's there's no recourse, apparently, from what I can tell. Like, once you get and hit PvP by it, you're Watch fucked. doesn't grab everything. No. Unfortunately. Yep, so they need to fix that, no doubt, and they also need to respond <laughs> much, much better to it, as far as I'm concerned. You know, at least make it obvious that you're actually giving a flying fuck about this problem. Right. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really too excited about playing Dark Souls 3 to begin with. I'm definitely not now. I'm like, oh, come on. someone could fuck up my all my work? No way. I'm not playing that game. <laughs> Go to hell. Are you kidding me? i got way better things to do with my time. Like, play hardcore mode in Diablo. Nope, fuck that. Play you're a crazy Cthulhu person. Play in Hearthstone. Yeah, you're a crazy C- person. Cthulhu, even... or whatever the hell he said. Cthulhu. 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 he's the latest rapper. Yeah, He's a great guy. Yeah, he raps with 50 Cent, but he's less offensive. Diddy C Doesn't harp on autistic Diddy people. Diddy mm-hmm. So, got a little bit more information about the Nintendo NX, although, you know, it's still oh, fairly did we, sparse. Did we, did we get information? Kinda, I mean, we, we got a release date, which was March 2017, March apparently. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we will there's... not be seeing it at E3, so... Great. Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> great. That's that's awesome. Great. So they're not going to show us what it is. There's already a bunch of doubts. Their yep. profits are down 60%, and they're not going to show us what the next thing is. Wonderful. <laughs> new Splatoon Amiibos coming out, so don't sell Nintendo shit. Yes. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Up on that shelf. Yep. It's the, only, no the only way I'm funding Nintendo lately is just by buying Amiibos and just collecting them. No Nintendo problem whatsoever, then. I just want them because they're the cutie pies from Splatoon. So. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have talked about it, but like Nintendo has just been driving me up a wall recently. Just don't. They've been driving me up a wall for years. They're just. Yeah, it just sucks because I just don't get their marketing. I don't understand the thought process behind what they do. They don't get us either. That's the problem. (laughs) That's that's exactly the issue. We don't get them because they do not get us at all. What, like, what was it? Recent Peter Benedosa came out. The PSN sold more money last month than all of Nintendo combined. Yes, the PlayStation Network managed to make more money than Nintendo did. Uh, I mean, to be honest, like, what what the hell other than Amiibos is Nintendo making money from right now? Nothing. You know, because... The handheld? 
I guess. Uh, even the 3DS is starting to like die off. Like you would notice the number of releases me for the 3DS has gone way down. <laughs> yeah, me, Tomo, and Pokemon Go, whatever. I it's guess so. Be. Yeah, probably I'll mobile revenue at this point. You know, I, I mean, Nintendo's got enough for war chest to last for fucking years, even if they're losing a ton of money. But yeah. still, no one's buying games on Wii U anymore. There's no doubt. You know. It, there's nothing to buy. Well, there's, there's, that's the problem. There's nothing to buy. Star Fox. Star Fox, though, is oh, crap. Fuck off with Star Fox. That's a crap. Oh, you yeah. mean? Oh, you this mean Star Fox 64? But for no, me, no, no. We mean I mean Star Fox Waggle Your Controller Edition. Oh, yeah, I mean, Star, Star Fox, Fox Can't Fox See Shit Edition. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It drives me nuts that Miyamoto says shit like, "I don't want to give them something we've done before." I. We have, Are you kidding me? You've been doing that for thirty <laughs> fucking years. He's like, I won't give them the game that that they want. I'm gonna. I got. There's not enough new things I can do with it. So his answer is. Star Fox 64, which is just a remake of Star Fox for SNES, but with motion controls. Mm -hmm. The thing that's been dying off for years because they're fucking forced horrible. use of the damn screen. That's the you know if you've actually played that thing, it is a disaster Awful. piece of a game. Neither of the views you're given, and bear in mind, of course, you know, having a second view on that controller is gonna seriously tax that fucking hardware so it doesn't run anywhere near as well as it should. Neither of the views are good. You've got to switch between both of them and they both suck. Period. Real talk, real talk, I watched, like, having played it myself and knowing how much I hate it, having watched Gerard, who is a massive Nintendo fanboy, play it, and him struggle with it, and then Jesus. be like, but it's it's still good, though. I'm like... Bra. It's just a little slimy. <laughs> it's still good. It's still good. It's just a little airborne. It's gone. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah I, I was I was like, how long did it take you to get used to the motion controls? And he was like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, I got you immediately. No, it's not. I got used to it immediately. <laughs> and I was like, you liar. <laughs> Don't trust Gerard when it comes to Nintendo games. I, I, watched, you know? I watched him do that last fight. I love that man to death. I watched him do the last fight. And literally, when Andros's hand like comes up to hit him, he had to hold his controller like this. And then it would not face the screen and desync everything. And it was like, oh, man. how do you fucking play this game? Yeah, I was, I played it at home for maybe like two hours. And I was like, well, I'm done. I it's played, just, played it at two just Both times I was like, mm. It's just yeah. another example of Nintendo just not understanding its audience anymore. It drives me up a wall. And it sucks because like the numbers are so clear. Like the numbers straight up, you can't argue with facts. I was like, Nintendo's having a hard time right now. They're having a hard time. Yeah, there's no... Nobody's buying it. And that's not an unfair this. thing to say, you know? And if the fanboys in the fucking chat want to get mad about that, it oh. get, how about you get mad at the company that's doing crazy shit instead of making the games we, that you want? We did, we did this... Guy, innovating. Guys, did, oh, fuck off with innovating. innovating. Oh, fuck yourself with innovation. That's not innovation at all. It's fucking bullshit. It's, we did the same thing. it's we bullshit for the sake of bullshit is what it is. Well, that's the problem. We had this conversation on the roundtable and the same problem happened in chat. They're like, well, Nintendo does what Nintendo does and people buy their consoles anyway because their games No, they are good. don't. That's the that, problem. I was like, look at their sales. People are They're not buying the Wii U. Of the same shit over and over and over again. Look at Zelda's and Zelda God, I love the Zelda franchise, but I'm so goddamn sick of Zelda at this point because it's the same fucking game over and over and over again and the last Zelda that we got was a waggle Zelda. They I'm... they've milked they've milked that franchise poor zelda franchise they could have released all these fucking things they're like hey we just re-released a bunch of other ones but it looks better it's like fuck you <laughs> you know the weird thing is i it, it's it's a strange contradiction because half of us are saying fuck you for releasing the same game and then we just said fuck you for releasing a different game 
it I don't have a problem with them releasing the same damn game over and over again as long as it's good. I probably won't buy it, but I know Nintendo fans will, and whatever. If that's what they want, cool. If you want the same Mario Kart, cool. The thing is that lately, Nintendo's been all about, we're gonna fucking change shit for the sake of changing shit. So, you right. know, you're talking about Skyward Sword there. They shoved in motion controls because they're like, this is what our machine does. We are forcing you to use this. Well, yeah, Whether you like next- it or not. This next Zelda title, they're doing the exact same thing where they're like, oh, just it's not going to be a Wii U exclusive. It's going to be a launch title for the NX. The NX. Like, Again? Poor <laughs> Zelda. Jesus. But the thing is, you know, Twilight Princess was great, and that was a Wii U lo- that was a Wii launch title, along with also being a GameCube game. And as a result, it was a more traditional Zelda game, and it was a much better game. Whereas Skyward Sword is like, we have got to do something with our motion controls. And this is the same with the Wii U, with Star Fox. We've got to do something with our second screen. Why don't you not? Because here's the thing is, the best games on the Wii U right now are the ones that didn't fucking don't. do that. Yes, they give me the option to just use my, like, pro controller, and I can just play it like a fucking oh, video yeah. game. Without having to worry about a second goddamn screen. I don't have to worry about the goddamn screen in Smash Brothers. I don't have to worry about the goddamn screen in Mario Kart. I don't have to worry about the goddamn screen in, you know, good stuff. Uh, even things like Monster Hunter, at least they, they use the screen in a good way, but you could still play it with a pro controller uh, if you want. Don't break my heart about how that last Monster Hunter just never came out for Wii U. Yeah, that that's disappointing Fuck, as well. That was so uh, disappointing. I played the I, shit out of it on my 3DS, though. No, I couldn't stand it on the really? 3DS. After playing the last one I'm on Wii U. Yeah, no, really? I, I agree with Dodger as well. Why would you want to step backwards like that after playing it on the Wii U, which is maybe the best edition they've ever done of that game? I'm not disagreeing with you, but if it's the only edition we're going to get... I'm not going to settle, honestly. You know, Did I, it come I don't out on the Wii U over in uh, Japan? No, no there's no Wii U version at all. But this yeah. next one, they're saying we'll have a Wii U version. But so the- I doubt it. I don't. I doubt Capcom's <laughs> going to invest in that. They they won't sell any copies of it. I mean, you know, Wii U hasn't done well in Japan anyway. Everyone's playing on either mobile or you know a handheld PS4 console or whatever. Yeah. I think I think TB's on to to something here though. That the idea that like Nintendo has always been that company that. Is try like tries to do wacky things for the sake of wacky things. Yes, always they've always tried to do that. I mean, I, can't, I, I stole that impression incidentally from Jim Sterling. I'm not taking credit for that as an original thought. Jim, he called it newness, newness for the sake of newness. But, but they've always they've always been that way. And the thing that backed them up, that kept them going, is that they always had when they were releasing uh the 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 whatever that fucking red 3D game the boy virtual was, boy, virtual yeah. boy. And that was insane. It was uh, terrible. It, it was tanked. It was awful. They still had Super Nintendo to back that shit up. Uh, they ha- and, and, you know, they had the game, like, when they were doing their crazy shit, they had, like, GameCube, and they had Nintendo 64. They had all these things there as their base that even though they were trying wacky-ass shit, they still had a base. Then somewhere along the line, they were like, what if we make that wacky-ass shit a focus? Everything. Well, that's insane. That's insane. The problem is, and I think the reason that happened, because the Wii is where that started, the Wii saved them. It did. Yes. The GameCube well, didn't do well, didn't sell well, put them no. in a bad spot. The GameCube didn't do very well. The you Wii came around games. with crazy, wacky controls, and because it was marketed- It opened a, a new market. Yeah, it, well, because it, yeah, it was marketed more as like a toy, and a, it was super gimmicky. For families, your yeah, parents. So, yeah, yeah, so a bunch of adults play. bought it. So, yeah, yeah, a bunch of that uh, adults bought it, kids bought it, grandparents had it, and it sold really fucking well. It also was, like, the center for shovelware, but it did well. Well, the the, the problem with it is that the the unsung thing about the Wii 
is that outside of Nintendo's big core titles mm -hmm. is that, yes, the Wii shifted a shit ton of units. The yep. problem is it shifted a shit ton of units and no fucking games. Because the only games that that new market wanted to play were Wii Sports, which came yep. bundled right. with the console. Thankfully, yep. they made a profit on the Wii. So they could yeah. sell the Wii and its accessories at a profit, not a loss. And they've used that strategy for a long time. And I agree with that strategy. I think it's sane. It's a good strategy if you're not focusing on graphical fidelity on your systems, which Nintendo never really has. And that's actually... Again, I would still prefer to play shit on the Wii U because they release games at 60 FPS. They're not the most graphically advanced things, but look at fucking Rainbow Road in Mario Kart 8 or 9 or whatever it is. I'm about 10. I can't remember mm -hmm. what it is now. Look at that and tell me that is not gorgeous. It's oh, fucking the... gorgeous. It is, yeah. Because they, they chose art design and speed over uh, graphical fidelity. You know, and it's the fast racing Neo is exactly the same. It's like, it's not the best looking game, but it looks amazing because it moves so fucking fast and it looks so beautiful as a result. Do you think... Go ahead, Jesse. No, I was just going to say, like, I think in the end, no matter what, though, the Wii U was doomed from the beginning. Like, from the get-go, companies that were like, we're going to, yeah, every time we release something on the other ones, it's coming on this too, straight up just did not deliver. And yeah. none of it, like, from the beginning, it was releasing games months after it was out on every other platform. No one wanted to work with them anymore. It eventually became the thing, like, all right, well, here's a Nintendo game from Nintendo. We on don't the get Nintendo a port. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was... A lot of ports got delayed. The, the thing is, it, like, it, it was mess. always going to be a bit underpowered, which is it was causing it issues. And the control system, I think that it almost felt like these companies felt like they had to use the controller in some way instead of just saying, you know what, use a GameCube controller or use a regular controller. Yeah. Or just use the, the our screen controller just for the controls. Don't look at it. It's fine. We don't have to make a zombie U for this machine. But the thing is, I think that the key point about whenever Nintendo's done something gimmicky and it's worked really well is that they have always come very, very early after release or on release with a great proof of concept that proves the system works. With the right. DS, the DS was doing shit until they released Nintendogs. At which point that proved their point yeah, about the yeah. touch controls. And then it exploded. Yeah. The 3DS had, uh, you know, it did pretty well. I mean, I guess it did the 3DS well. 3DS people thought was going to crash and burn too. And it didn't. Because everybody was like, I don't want the 3D. But, but the thing is, you didn't need to use it. it. Thankfully, the 3DS just had a bunch it, yeah. of really good games on it. it so, you know, they didn't. They barely. pretty actively now? Nobody. Like, oh, it's off. No, you always turn it off. You know, but it's the 3DS had good games and sold pretty well. It had a bit of a slow start, but it, it yeah. did it did well enough. You know, it it did well for them. It shifted. Oh God, how many units? Uh, 58 million. You know, it's shipped 58 million units. It's a it's a good system, and it's still releasing games. But with the Wii, that proof of concept was Wii Sports, and that's the only game people wanted to fucking play for it. And yeah. at least with the Wii, if you were a core gamer, the thing is, here's the thing, like, on release, there was only one game that was worth its salt for core gamers on launch for the Wii, and I know because I was selling it at game at the time, and that was Twilight Princess. Yeah. Everything else was hot garbage. And the only good stuff that came out for the Wii after that, for the most part, was Nintendo stuff. Then along comes the Wii U, doesn't get the third-party support, but where are the great Nintendo launch titles? That, Nowhere yeah, to be yeah. found. Why did yeah, Smash what? Brothers take four fucking years to come out? Why wasn't that on launch, you know? Yeah. What were the launch? The launch titles that game were the new Mario Brothers, where the proof of concept was that you could hand off uh, the thing to, like, your little brother, and he can put blocks, which is stupid. Point in Nintendo Land. Yeah. Ninten uh, Nintendo Land, which is fun, by the way, but it's a very niche idea that you've got to play this kind of asymmetric game. You've got to have your friends and family around to do it. You can't do it solo. 
it's no. a bit weird. Like, it's a bit too weird, maybe. Uh, yeah, Zombie U was one of them. Zombie U was a game that was like, meh. It's very um, meh. It had, it had a bunch of ports that weren't as good. Like, it had fucking Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, Arkham City Armored Edition, I think, was came out. Uh, ben 10 Omniverse, for fuck's sake. Like, a lot of the... It's like, you look at it, it's like, where are the Nintendo launch titles? Yeah. And the answer was, there barely were any, you know? It, you it know, was the Mario talk, Brothers game. The game that I... The, the only game when I first got my Wii U, the only game I played was Warriors Orochi 3. Yeah. Which was... It just a ridiculous game it had nothing to like it offered nothing to do with any of the controls it was just a port of a port do, do you guys no, uh... feel like they because at this point when i think about the xbox one and the ps4 in my mind i'm i imagine literally the same black box that does basically the same thing it does do yeah, the same like, thing yeah. yeah do you think that there was a point where Nintendo was like, the only way that we are going to stand out differently is if we, is do, if different. we do something different, but sort of underestimated how strong their titles are and how strong their aesthetic is. I think you're absolutely 100% right. I, it's almost a self-confidence issue with Nintendo because Nintendo for the last few generations has been able to sell their consoles solely on the back of their own first party stuff absolutely there's been some good shit like you know on the wii there was the platinum you know mad world and fucking no more heroes all like and all the kind of god, no more heroes is great oh my god yes you know and even with the wii U, you've got stuff like bayonetta 2 which is fucking phenomenal but the thing mm -hmm. is you don't need those to shift your machine you just need a bunch of really good nintendo games and they fucking slacked off yeah yeah you know yeah. you launched the wii u with a side-scrolling mario game instead of either a 3d you know yeah. where was galaxy 3 you know, where was Super oh, Mario man. Galaxy 3 as a launch title? Where was Zelda as a launch title? Where was fucking F-Zero as a launch title? Or Mario Kart? Or Super Smash Bros? Or any... Or Metroid? Why is... Where's the Metroid game for Metroid the Wii U? Is dead, man. Can you they tell me what the fuck that. happened to Metroid? Where the yeah, fuck did I'll that tell you go? What happened. Metroid Other M happened. Other M happened. Oh. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> but that was on the Wii. Like, it's... Yeah, like, you they can... fucked it. They, yeah, they, they, killed, they killed that franchise. What did they think? Oh, my God. Oh, I don't want to talk about Other M. Other M makes me mad. Um... I also wonder, like, if part of the problem is is that the the market or the the people they sold the Wii to just didn't understand what the Wii U was. Because no, they didn't. It's not the same thing. Understand what the Wii U is because we're oh in, my god, we're tapped in. We Go understand. Go, no, fuck that shit. Go back to our podcast three years ago where okay. I specifically was like the first commercial I saw for Wii U. I was like, I thought it was an online Nintendo education course. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, no joke. Go look. Go back. Watch the old episodes. I was like, I saw a commercial. I was like, what the fuck? Someone out there. Somebody out there knows the number. It'll be a TGS podcast. It will I, be an old TGS I podcast. Yeah, it'll be an I, old TGS podcast. I saw the Wii U like one page ad. I was like, what the hell is this? Because <laughs> you know the Wii, and I looked it up. I was like, maybe they're like learn how to make Wii games or some shit like that. No, I was like, this is a console. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Horrible marketing, horrible it's, everything. It's another thing with Nintendo. Like, they have to keep naming their consoles something fucking weird and bizarre and out uh -huh. there. And just, like, do what PlayStation does or Xbox does. Or just put a fucking number at the end what, of it. What, what was wrong with Wii 2? Like, right. what, what the hell was wrong yeah. with that? Because then people who bought the Wii who are not part of, like, the gaming culture don't go into a store and go, oh, Wii, you already have a Wii. I don't need a Wii U. A lot of All people right, thought it was an add-on for the Wii. They thought it was, like, yeah. a fucking tablet or something. It's yes. 
it, it, it not just started like it you know a, a cataclysm of failure into and you know what's really annoying is the console isn't even that fucking bad like the console itself is fine you know it yeah but it's oh, i mean this is coming from a person who i mostly just play like as far as console is concerned i really only play my wii u if i'm playing console because i have a pc that's capable of playing everything else but if i wasn't if i didn't have a pc i don't think i'd ever really play the wii u I'd probably just have a PS4 and... Yeah, because you can play the same games there. But as a PC owner, I actually use my Wii U more than all the other consoles because it has games that I can't get on PC and work better, you know? That's exactly what I'm saying. And the thing is, most of those games come from fucking Nintendo. And there's been so few first-party Nintendo games over the lifespan of the Wii U. It's like, did it... Did they not realize... The the best stuff on the Wii U is all Nintendo. Splatoon is a great game. Smash Bros. is a great game. Bayonetta 2, like... Uh, Where is the rest of it, though? Like, that's not enough to keep selling a console. That was a trickle over the course of many years. Of four now, years. Of the lifespan of this console, there was, like, a, a few drops of great games, and the yeah. rest yeah. garbage. Yeah. yeah. There were times to, like, dust it off, play around for a while. Play the new one, like, and then put it away oh, again. It's taking up space on my desk again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I recently took it out for Pokémon Tournament, played that a lot. That's a pretty good game. Yeah, the tournament's great. It's really fun. fun. It's really flashy, Uh, but the Wii U, like again, I just after that, I don't touch it. It just Mm. sucks. So I'm hoping the NX is going to be like it's the last hope. It's the last bastion. Yeah, it's it's weird because they made us. Apparently, they made a statement uh, in regards to it that said that they're looking to, uh, you know, find a different audience. Uh, This this is the quote from uh, uh, Kimishima, who said. Uh, I can assure you we're not building the next version of the Wii or Wii U. It's something unique and different. It's something where we have to move away from those platforms in order to make it something that will appeal to our consumer base. So, like, well, you're telling me that you have to move away from your existing consumer base to appeal to your consumer base then? Because th- this people yeah, are buying... I don't understand what that means. I just... The, the thing is, the Wii and the Wii U are two completely different things. You know, the, <laughs> the two audiences are completely different. The Wii U is more of a core console, but they still did the silly gimmicky shit, which people didn't want. And the Wii was obviously a very gimmicky machine, but it sold a shitload of copies. So where are you going? Like, which, what is your audience? I want to know who you're going after this time. I'm so afraid what they're going to do is they're going to give us like a regular fucking console, right? Like an actual console, which is what I want out of them. But they're going to be a step behind the PS4 and the Xbox One when they come out with their next console. Yeah, because the PS4.5 or whatever is already oh, on its God. way. It's like supposed to come out right but when the Nintendo NX... always feels one step behind the competition. They're always mm. like, their technology is always weaker than the other competition, so their third-party support is always minimal because they can't deliver the same experience on the PS4 and Xbox One uh, on the Wii. Yeah, it's too difficult in my to mind, In my mind, it's totally different. It's almost like there's... PS4 and Xbox, PlayStation and Xbox that are like climbing this ladder over here. And then Nintendo is fucking taking like a weird Jetsons shoot that does lots of this and like loops and loops. And like they're basically along the same track, but Nintendo's doing its own fucking thing. Like it doesn't, I know that they are trying to compete, but at the same time, it feels like they're competing with themselves. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, they're, trying, they're almost trying to outdo themselves for no apparent reason. You know, I, I, get, I get that it sucks that the Wii U did not have third-party support. That that sucks ass. You know, that's a really hard position to be in where it, you're entirely reliant on your own uh, internal and first-party studios to make games for your product. 
But simultaneously, Nintendo is really fucking good at making games, and they didn't make anywhere near enough of them for the Wii U. I think that the Wii U could have been a much bigger success than it was. At least it wasn't a fucking disaster like the Virtual Boy, but it, it's not the worst selling console I've ever made, but it's not a great one either. And I don't know where they're fucking... Oh god, I hope I hope it's not VR. Someone just suggested it might be a VR thing. Oh Jesus God, another Virtual Boy. I maybe I hope not. Uh, yes. I, yes. I don't think that's a good idea. Agreed. No. But you're yes. right though. What what could it possibly be that would appeal to anybody? Because unfortunately, I think the casual audience is fucked off to mobile now. Can we get them back well, on consoles? Is I don't know. Like. Nintendo is now splitting their attention in so many different directions. They're saying, oh, we're getting into the mobile market, but oh, the NX is also going to combine handheld and couch play. Oh my God. And it's just, it's, it's too much. Like there's no focus there at all, it feels like. Well, it's almost, it feels like they're in a panic mode. And then it's yeah, like, exactly. do everything, do everything. Maybe something yeah. will work. Do it all. Throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know where they're going. Like, And the problem is, it's like, oh, we're not gonna show it at E3. It's like, well, how are people supposed to be confident in your product? We don't even know what it is. Uh, you won't tell us. <laughs> they don't like, want to. They're like, they're afraid. They're like, I can't show, can't tell them. They're gonna be mad. They're gonna tell us we're wrong. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You know, because if it, it is a just traditional console and it's not more powerful than the existing ones. They're gonna be stepped behind. I, and the thing is, like, even if it, it it's gotta be... You can't compete on that level, I feel. Because unless it's, like, twice as powerful as the PS4 or whatever, it's, why would you buy yeah. a new console uh, just to play the same shit that you're already playing on your PS4? Because it seems like the people who are playing on PS4 are totally happy with what they've already got. It's too late to come into this generation with equally powered consoles. It's yeah. too late. You have to come in with, with something. something that is much more powerful, much more capable than these consoles. Or completely different in the way that Which, it approaches things. And then we well, get back to the same the fucking problem, problem isn't <laughs> it? Yeah. Nintendo always chooses that latter yeah. option. Yeah. They don't, oh, like, don't want them to do that. That's scary. Uh, you know, I think maybe this time, what if uh, <laughs> there were like little dongles that clip to your ears uh-huh. and measure your heartbeat and then you wear two power gloves? <laughs> Fuck. I don't know, man. I don't want it. I just want a normal Nintendo console. I'd love to see you can't get Zelda, one, a Metroid, a Mario on powerful hardware. Yeah. You know what they can do on hardware that's out of date. I want to see what they They're can do. They're not going to do it, though, because they've already said the NX is going to be sold for profit. So consider, you know, the tech that's in a PS4. Consider trying to sell something like that for not a gigantic loss. You can't. You know, you can't. It. Yeah. I don't see how you could possibly, which almost makes me think the guy that said it might be VR might have a valid fucking point. You know, that it's this. some weird-ass VR setup instead. It's a head-mounted machine or whatever. I don't know. God, get, I want to get off Nintendo's wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me off. <laughs> Please stop. It just hurts because Nintendo used to be just like this magical thing. I used like, Nintendo to me was very much the the disney of the video game world because they always all their games were very unique and magical and awesome yeah. and then somewhere along the line they just became like panicky people who just they didn't get the kids anymore man they just didn't understand what we wanted but when but when was that exactly <laughs> like if we look back it's gonna be we onwards right i'd say the we yeah, the we but we're talking like years 
Like, yeah. it, it's not like a thing like out of nowhere. It's been a while since Nintendo's had magic where you're like, mm. you know, unless you're a hardcore fan of Smash. Like, yeah. And you're in that world. Well, Smash is really, good. Mario Kart's good. But I'm saying like, like, but um, but uh, those games are played out. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's. It's been a while since there's been something where you've been like, oh, fuck. <laughs> right. Like, even they, Smash. People are like, the new Smash is nothing compared to the old. Like even mm. even that shit. People are are not okay with. Like there's always like everyone's waiting for the next big thing and they just have not delivered for a long time, like a long time. I don't know what you need to do to knock something out of the park though. Uh, you know, new. Do you need new IPs? Yeah, but uh, they did, and they called it Splatoon. Did Splatoon knock it out of the park? I mean, it was very, very good. It's but a it's a really Spl good game. It's a good step in a new IP. I would say has spawned more fan fiction than new players. I don't uh, want to know. So maybe it just came out too late. If they, if the Splatoon was a launch title, would that have shifted units? Possibly. No, I think. I don't think so. I think at this point for Nintendo, a launch title has to be within their world, right? Like it has to be. Really good Zelda, really good Mario, really good Metroid, something along those lines where people are like, yeah. oh, yeah. And, and then stop releasing the B tier shit. Splatoon, while people are already still playing, you know, yeah. then they'll be like, oh, a new thing that I yeah. can play. Yeah, and don't do I'm the like, B tier shit. Like, you know, don't do the yeah. fucking side scrolling huh? Mario. Do a, do a full. 3D either, Mario, do yeah. like a new Super Mario 64 or a new Super Mario Galaxy. Don't do Mario fucking tennis or whatever. You know, do That's something main. Yeah. You guys, like, real legit question. Do you guys think that gamers have aged out of Nintendo? I, I, we talked about that. Um, yes and no. It, when you think about it, you know, Nintendo focuses a lot of its stuff on younger players, which is fine. That's cool. Um, I mean, there's, there's aberrations like Bayonet or whatever, but right. most, most of their titles are for younger players. And younger players get their consoles through their parents. As we know, the average gaming age of gamers is now 30-something. Yeah, it's, it's increased. Yeah. And the parents aren't going to want to play that. They're going to want to play on the PlayStation and the Xbox. And so the kids get whatever the parent buys. And so okay. the parents could be like, you either get this Xbox or this PlayStation. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna get a Nintendo yeah. too. We're gonna have one console. That's well, in many do. ways, they'll probably just go with the mobile phone anyway. You know, a lot of their... Right. And I've seen that in my own kid, that he's moved quite a lot. He's a PC gamer. He used to be a Nintendo gamer. Big way. Big way. He used to play on the Wii all the time. Played, once we got the Wii U, he played on that all the fucking time. He's barely touched the Wii U, I think, in about a year. He plays mostly now PC and mobile. You know, he's moved away from it, and he's 12. And I feel like 8 to 12 is maybe, like, the, the sweet spot for Nintendo gamers. At least it used to be. That used to be when we were fucking into that kind of shit with the Super uh, Nintendo. Yeah, I think that mentality is just actually through all of Nintendo is that the idea that they haven't grown with us. Like, their games are very not much it. the same. But even if you go back even further, like, not only have they not grown with us with the themes and maturity and, and maybe changing their games up to match their core audience, but a lot of their games, some of the biggest complaints we have is that the games themselves, mechanically, have not even changed that much. No. Every Zelda is the kind of the same thing as Zelda's from, like, the N64 era, which is prettier graphics. They With the exception involved. of the stupid shit, because, I mean, you were complaining about the waggling earlier, you know? Yeah, but when I, I guess when I say mechanically, I just, I, I'm, I'm more speaking, like, I don't know what I'm, I, I'm trying to just, like, they haven't changed the idea, the, the progression through a particular game. Zelda's are always the same fucking thing. Semi-open world, 
Dungeon one is mandatory to get item to complete dungeon two, which is mandatory to get item to complete yeah. dungeon three. Like, and that is pervasive. It's very, it's very simplistic. It's very, it's purposely made very simplistic. Right. Not a younger player can figure out what to do. Like, that's all their games. Like, well, again, I think with the exception of Metroid, I think Metroid evolved. Like, if you look at the way that Metroid evolved through the various generations of hardware, you know, when they first did Metroid Hunters on DS, that was revolutionary for a mobile game. And then they put out Metroid Prime, and all three of those games are fucking incredible. And that was a move to first person. That's why. Yeah, and they were really, really good. And then, unfortunately, they tried other... Well, they didn't try other M, and the other studio did. Team Ninja. Yeah, fuck Team Ninja for that. (laughs) And then, you know, the whole thing went... If they came back with another Metroid that was like... You know, Metroid's always been a bit of a darker game than a lot of their other stuff. You know, put out a new Metroid game. Maybe make it third person behind the shoulder or something like that. Maybe, you know, put uh, something else in there uh, for good measure. And as as for Zelda, we have had different Zelda games. Majora's Mask and Wind Waker are very, very different games compared to Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess as well. I think, honestly, Zelda has only fallen on its face recently with, you know, Waggle Sword, you know? Waggly Skyward Sword. sword. Waggle Sword, yeah. To be fair, in my opinion, that's the only bad Zelda game in the last, like, fucking 10 years, right? Because they've just put out, they put out A Link Between Worlds and 3DS, which was fucking great. Before mm-hmm. that, they had Spirit Tracks, which was really good. It was different. That was the thing. Some people don't like Spirit Tracks. I'm not even a Zelda fan. I thought Spirit Tracks was really fucking interesting. Hey, what about Zelda with trains? Why not? It's original. It's be- interesting. I, when I'm talking to Zelda, I guess I'm mainly speaking of the console versions. Because um, right. the handhelds have always been kind of weird ever since the Game mm. Boy, you know, Link's Awakening. has been Minish Cap and all that other crazy well, yeah, shit. Yeah. The console ones, like, I like, don't get me wrong, I thought Twilight Princess was good, but it didn't wow me when I played it, because I'm like, this is Zelda that's a little darker, but it's still very easy and simple, and it's I'm terrible at it. That's, I guess... I mean, I don't, I don't know just, if I count Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors I'm, is a spin-off. I'm just... No, not Hyrule Warriors. That's no. not that's not a Zelda game. That's like saying... No, whatever. Dragon it's Quest Heroes is a Dragon Quest yeah, game. Yeah, or is like not. the Gundam one is, is a Gundam game or whatever. <laughs> to be fair, there weren't any other Gundam games to fucking choose from, so I guess you got to stuck with that. You gotta get the old-school Gundam fighting games. Yeah, I'll just dig out my PlayStation 1 and play those. <laughs> <laughs> but Zelda's still... Like, I'm ready for it to move on and take that formula that it's been so heavily relying on and just fucking do away with it and do something new. You know, I still think Dark Souls has literally eaten the Zelda market. I think I think Dark Souls is the natural progression on what 3D Zelda was. I know? can agree with that. It's Zelda taken up to fucking 11 in a really miserable, awful world. It's got the same kind of exploration, but they put in a bunch of more hardcore mechanics. And I think people that like... I bet there's a crossover. I bet there's a huge fucking crossover between people that used to play Zelda who now play Dark Souls. I wanted to put money on that. Probably. I- I would agree Somebody with Somebody make the Venn diagram. Indeed. I'd love to see that cross-section of demographic. I'd love to. Um, the great thing about Dark Souls is, like, you're not... Especially the first one, not Demon Souls, Dark Souls one, is that the world was open and you Demon could... Souls there was, was no, like, Huh? Dodger will agree with this. Demon Souls was better, right? Demon Souls was better. No. Demon yeah. Souls, I thought, was garbage. No. 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 You're very wrong. Demon Souls is better. So, so wrong. So wrong. Anyway, sorry, continue. I was just say the 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 thing I liked that Dark Souls did is that they didn't restrict the player from going to like dungeon one to move on. The world was kind of open right the away. Fuck they wanted to go. Yeah, yeah and I, I'd love to see that mentality taken to Zelda. So I mean, I'm, don't get, I'm curious what the new Zelda is going to be like because they talk about how it's going to be much a more much open. more open yeah. world and there's going to be voice acting and all this stuff. But uh, is it going to be different enough? 
I know. I mean, if they go back to the roots in it, I don't see that being a huge problem because, again, Waggle Sword was crap. As long as they don't make Waggle Sword again, yeah, that game got praised so hard. Oh my god, it really did. It's weird to see, like, because I've watched like critiques of it. I think Matthew Matosis did a really good critique on it, and a couple of other dudes did a really great critique on Waggle Swords and just said, "Look." I don't know who the fuck was playing this when it came out and what hype wave they were wrapped up in, but this is nowhere near as good as they claimed it was, you know? It has huge problems. Um, So, yeah, it's weird after that whole conversation, I think we find ourselves in a weird contradiction where we're simultaneously saying, oh god, you've got to do something different, and then simultaneously saying, oh god, don't do something too different, like Star Fox or Waggle Sword. Just stop being weird. Or fucking Metroid Freedom Force or whatever. Stop being weird. Yeah, that's maybe the best thing. Stop being weird. Just focus on your core gameplay because you're good at that. When you focus on that, you're good at that. Yes. You know? <laughs> Stop Why being weird, kids? Nintendo. Stop being weird, kids. You're not unique. Sometimes it needs to be said. Let's be honest. Sometimes you need to be like, look, I get you're a special snowflake, but stop being weird. Stop being weird. <laughs> you're no Zoe Deschanel. Calm it down. Oh, my. <laughs> Jesse literally says this to me every day. You know Zoe Deschanel? All right. Stop being weird. You are no Zoe Deschanel. (laughs) No! She is quirky and lovable, and you are not. Oh, God! You know, it's weird. After this discussion, I feel more sorry for the Nintendo than anything else, because it's like, apparently, we have a bunch of really high standards for them that are impossible to fulfill. (laughs) It's like, they're they're probably... Because they're our childhood. Yeah, I think our expectations are super high. They're probably saying, what do you want from us? I'm just like, (laughs) we don't know! I want you to give me my childhood gleam back. You can't have it. It's gone and it's never coming back. Look. My other childhood gleam turned into a Sonic producing machine, so like I don't want Nintendo to turn into like a terrible Mario game maker. Although to be fair, the Mario Maker is one of the best Sonic games of the Wii U yeah. and is great. That's not what I meant. I mean like don't turn into <laughs> I mean, Sega. No, don't, <laughs> don't give me Mario yeah. Werewolf oh, Edition. No, Mathis, we're oh, aware God. of what you meant. All right, oh, yes. I didn't ruin it anyway. <laughs> yeah, but you know Zoe Dachanel though. You know Zoe Dachanel, yeah, Mathis. Fine. Um, can we do releases? I mean, I was just going to cut releases entirely because we're literally at the end of the show. Because okay. <laughs> uh, it'll take us like half an I mean, hour to get through we that. Could just, like, I could just read through it super fast. All right, read through it super fast. Go. Okay, I'm just going to sit here and enjoy on it. May Go. 3rd, aka today, we've got Battleborn, Levisa, Death of the Earth, Epic, and Share. On May 4th, yeah. we have Cyber City 2050, 2157, the visual novel. You can slow down slightly. Um, you don't have to go that fast. Jesus. May 5th, we have Escape This, I and Me, Earn to Die 2, The Temporal Invasion, Mind Unleashed, The Beggar's Ride, Mid-Venter, uh, Parkitect, Hackett, Castle Heist Chapter 1, Hyposphere, Kathy Rain, and Wars of Napoleon. On May 6th, we have Fantasy Tales Online, Super Blue Fighter, Magic Quest, Malice Code, Shaolin versus Wu Tang, Scrap Garden, Shaolin versus Wu Tang Clan, Funk and Moxie. On May 7th, we have 28 Waves Later again. We have <laughs> Why is this? This game is never coming out. Like, I don't know. Istralid, Imhotep, Pyramid Builder, Insane Decay of Mind. And on May 9th, we have Atorb, Stellaris, and Dust Doctor Space Zoo. Doctor Space Zoo? Doctor Space Zoo. What are you I want to know about Shaolin versus Wu Tang. Is Wu Tang Planet nothing to fuck uh, with? Are we going to diversify our bonds, bitch? Is that how it's going to be? Shaolin versus Wu Tang. I want to know about Shaolin versus Wu Tang. I bet it's nowhere near as good as it sounds. 
Well, the movie pops up, the 1983 martial arts film, but I don't see any game. Hold on. I mean, that was also the name of the, of one of the Wu Tang Clan's uh, members' albums. It was Shaolin vs. Wu Tang in 2011 by um, uh, Ray Kwon. I I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, <laughs> oh, it's a it's a it's a ridiculously not uh, exciting fighter. Oh, this action. this looks pretty fucking awful. There is awful. no Wu Tang Clan in here. At all. No Wu Tang Clan whatsoever <laughs> in Shaolin vs. Wu Tang. The Rizzo, the money making Dizzo, not even in there. No dirty old <laughs> bastards. Nothing. <laughs> of oh. ah. Well, ah. screw that. I'm so mad. I was I was so hoping that we'd get ourselves a new Shaq Fu out of this, but apparently we not. are getting a new Shaq Fu. We are, I know, and it's the end times. <laughs> Literally. The seventh seal has been broken. Shaq Fu 2 is on the way. We're fucked. Like, just say your prayers and make sure all your things are in order because we're all going to die in fire and brimstone. I'm ready. Eight. Well, that really is kind of about it for today's show. Thank you very much for watching the Corruptional Podcast, also known as the We Upset Nintendo Fans Podcast. <laughs> it's fine. You know, we upset the Nostalgias guys last week. We get to upset Nintendo this week. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to drive home my message of stop listing to this podcast, and we're going to piss off every demographic until stop it happens. Stop listening to us. You're what? never going to be the number one gaming podcast. Yeah, we're never going to be there, so we might as well not bother. You know, we, we just give up. Yeah. Give up. Aim for the bottom. Yep, capitalism. Aim for the bottom, says Mathis. Yeah, he's been around Northern Line too long. All right, Mathis, what's coming up on your channel this week? What's going on? What can we see? Ah, on my channel, I've got a new Judge Mathis episode coming. Judge Mathis is... Oh, I judge you a lot. That's fine. I'm all right with that. Uh, silly review show. I'm reviewing Wolverine Adamantium Rage. It is a terrible SNES game. Really? That... Oh, God, that thing's oh, awful. God. It was awful. Uh, and you need I'm to go get a hold. Of, I, you know, I, I'm going to say this about Wolverine games. The fucking M-rated Wolverine game that was on it, console PC. It. Oh my god! Where you, you literally had you, that you would hit you, you had holes in your fucking body, and you'd see it regenerate. It's like your ribs yes. are right there. Oh, that, that was that so cool. That game was fucking incredible. This yeah. uh, this was the first game I bought for my SNES collection. I wanted to play it. I was a mistake. It was terrible. It's bad. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I've got you know regular gaming series coming out. Stellaris should be starting on the fifth. And yep. all that good stuff. And I'm part of the Roundtable podcast, which airs every Friday at 6 p.m. EST over at twitch.tv slash roundtable. Slick. Dodger, what's coming up on the channel this week? What's going on? Um, we've finished up our first playthrough of Hustle Cat. So if any of you would like to watch that, that was Octopimp and I uh, playing yet another game about uh, hot people being cats. Um, <laughs> <Of course. laughs> Got a new news video up, and also right after this is done, I will be uh, setting live my video of the Temi dating sim. If you are jonesing for some Undertale and you want to see something so just terrible but also glorious, yeah, God, mm -hmm, that's a thing. Jesse, what's going up on the channel this week? What's going on? Please tell me it's better uh, than this. Yeah, so there's a very funny Overwatch video coming up in a little bit here uh, today, but. I choose not to promote today. Instead, I choose to promote someone else. At PAX, uh, I was given a business card, and it is a coin. Straight up just a legit coin. Oh, this is sick. This is the card I've ever received from a guy named that. Maximus Rake on Twitch. Uh, go to this guy's channel. He gave me a fucking coin. So this is, fuck. this has been on my desk for since, since PAX East, and I've just been spinning it and playing with it and being stupid with <laughs> it. And it's... All business cards, I'm like, all right. And I throw it in a pile of business cards. I'm like, I'll get to that eventually. I've not put this down. This guy nailed the business card game. He blew it up. I completely, 100%. I'm like, Jesus Christ. 
I thought my cards that. were good. Now I feel inferior. We need. It's I need. I, I need to print my own currency. I want my own currency. Can I have that? Right. I was like, you win, dude. So I promise him a shout out on this podcast for just nailing it. You so know what? That's fair game. Awesome. I'm. I'm that gonna let great. you do that. I'm okay with that. We've been yep. thoroughly upstaged. So okay. There you Maximus go. Rake. R Maximus Rake. R A E A E. There you go. That's uh, that's pretty pretty cool. Shout out, dude. Wow. All right. There you go. Uh, coming to the channel this week, uh, I'm actually going to DreamHack Austin on Thursday, so I'll be in Texas again. I just got back from there, for God's sake. I'm going there to st cast StarCraft 2 for like the first time in like six months, so that'll be fun. Nice. And uh, so you can watch that on the DreamHack stream. It's going to be all over Twitch all weekend, so I would appreciate it if you watch that, because God knows StarCraft 2 is... Uh, it's it's struggling. Let's just put it that way. It needs so help. It needs, it needs help. Love. Yeah, it does. Please. It we got to save it. We need we need to bring the passion back. So watch some StarCraft two. Before that, I'll probably get a bunch more pack stuff done. I I'm working on a Battleborn versus Overwatch video at the moment, mostly because I I'm I'm not done hammering that nail into the ground yet. It just you like know, I'll play with you. I am so sick of people comparing the two. I'm just like I want to end this. Like I'm just I'm so tired of it. Uh, but I also have a bunch of pack stuff. I'm probably gonna work on my video for Below today, which is fucking incredible. Uh, there, there's a there's a new Zelda game for you. That game is uh, oh, gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Stellaris is streamable on the fifth, but unfortunately, that is the day when I'm leaving, so I don't think I'll be able to do that. But I'll try and get back onto it when I get back. And I say I've still got loads more pack stuff to do, and there's plenty of other games that are coming. out. I might do an off-world trading company video in the next couple of days because that game's pretty legit. So. Lots of good stuff coming, hopefully. Hooray. And it's supposed to be the Doom video coming, but they have yet to send me a review code for that, so I'm getting stompy now about this. It's like... <laughs> I, wanna play Doom. I, guess, I guess they didn't like my multiplayer video. I was like, well, show me your single player there, and they might be better. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, uh, it happens. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching the Co-Optional Podcast, and big thanks to our sponsor today, squarespace.com slash co-optional. If you haven't driven them off with the literal demon summoning, <laughs> then I'm sure they will be back in a future episode with another ad. Yes, indeed. I'll, uh, I'll leave you off with Jaden Smith's latest tweet. Let bygones be pythons that kill you with the lights off. <laughs> Why do they have everybody. to be snakes? Goodbye. Just, what? What?